Welcome back, everybody, to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 9, The Battle of the Bastards, and holy goddamn shit, I don't even know where to start here. There was so much awesomeness in this episode. This was probably, I'm one for hyperbole, so I don't give a shit, I'm saying it right now. This was one of my favorite episodes of Game of Thrones. I love this goddamn director, he's the same director that did Hard Home. I like almost every scene in this episode. There wasn't one wasted moment. I'm so pissed off about some stuff that Sansa did. We're gonna get into all of that. Great fucking episode. Littlefinger did come to save the day, but so much more in this episode than we got than just the battle. They left a good 20 fucking minutes at the end of this episode for a huge battle. But then we got so much other interesting stuff throughout from the very beginning of the episode. I actually enjoyed the, the Daenerys shit in this episode and getting to see her more to my point of her being batshit crazy psycho queen but we're gonna get into everything but i'm not alone i have with me of course of course on the recap show we got joe dirty locks and katie crow here but no wait katie Whoa. dragon what the three-headed dragon uh -huh. oh my goodness thank you to right. huge thank you to Pre learn some new tricks yep huge thank you to preston for teaching katie her new trick and of course we have the mother fucking chat with us right now so many awesome folks are already talking about this episode in the chat we're talking all day and we're also in the discord group you can find me in there at in the spoiler group but if you dm me that's probably the best place to reach me there if you want to make sure i get your message we also have a call in that line 914-205-5689 can email me at i got issues man at gmail.com you can also leave a voicemail if you'd rather do that at 781-990-8509 those are all the ways to reach us tonight we're gonna to talk all about this fucking shit wow what an episode it lived up to the hype for me I, I loved, honestly, every minute of this episode. This was, this past the door is my favorite episode of the season. This is what makes Game of Thrones fucking great. Not a wasted scene. Awesome moment after awesome moment. Closure, intense things happening like Davos. Even little things like D Davos and Tormund's scene in this episode was just fucking pure joy and delight. I yeah. loved it. What did you guys think? It's fantastic. I, the, uh. the things I really liked were... Uh, most of the battle stuff. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, there were mm -hmm. elements of this battle that we got to see that you don't see in any battle scene that I was just, I was amazed by, absolutely stunned by. I like the dragons. I, oh, I, the dragons were yeah. great. What a way to... It was all just like great episode, packed full of, of amazing stuff. My jaw was on the floor quite a bit. Yeah, Ren, Ren says it was okay, period. Nicely paced, says Sam. Uh, rest in peace, Steve Bolton. Great episode. It's a dragon. LeBron Snow, Dragon the King, always wins. Illuminati, holy. Howdy, Red, and fucking Littlefinger. Littlefinger's coming in. Oh, fucking, I love Carmine, and he hypes Phil up so much. Oh, he... I, yeah, go for it. I think what the the moment that uh, that this episode has for me that makes it uh, such a great episode is not anything specific that was uh it's it's that they didn't drag out the ramsey shit to finish off next uh -huh. episode it shouldn't have been a fight because ramsey's a coward oh, and yeah. a weakling and he is pathetic yeah that was straight so up they did it perfectly that was straight up an end of the movie an end of a steven seagal movie where he mm -hmm, gets to the big mm -hmm, bad get bad mm -hmm. guy and he just did you it, think it, they were gonna no go fight. Fight. 
Did you think they were going to go there when John stopped beating him? Did you think they were going to make him uh, string him along and have him be the Joker in the in the cell and be interrogated and talked to? Mm-hmm. I, I was mm-hmm. hoping not. I was Sansa hoping was gonna, not. I knew Sansa was going to kill him. Yeah. I just kind of thought that she would go right there and slice his throat or something. Yeah, I thought she was just going to walk off the tap. I liked what she did right. I feel bad for the doggies, but yeah. I would have been happy if she had just climbed down off the off the too. wall or wherever the fuck she was and walked down in the courtyard and just ended him right there. Was yeah. anyone else hoping it was going to be Ghost that was coming around that corner to eat him? I appreciate the awesomeness that it was his own hound that ate him, but I kind of want I kind of want a Ghost in there too, just to, just to be like, okay, this is my Ghost owns this hound now. This is one of Ghosts. Yeah. yeah. I, no, they needed vengeance. I, I Those do. dogs needed vengeance too. He was awful to them. I do want to point out in regards to the uh, pink letter that the first dogs. mention of <laughs> Ramsey's hounds by Ramsey today was dogs, not hounds. Yeah. 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 I, and, and the fact that he kept calling him bastard the way he was talking about it like that. I, yes. I, mm-hmm. I think I think it was more evidence deleted down that Ramsey was the one that called it. He didn't seem surprised yeah. to see John there. He seemed to be yep. like, oh, hey, it's a party. Yep. What's going on? Yeah. No, this seemed to be his his plan every step of the way. And for John played just like Sansa said, John played into his hand every step of the way. He did exactly what Ramsey wanted him to do. And ultimately Sansa saved the day. Ghost doesn't need to have that bad meat that bad meat in him, says the three the three dragons flying over Marine was awesome. I got a little choked up right in that moment. We'll talk let's talk a little bit about that. The way the episode started out, the fact that all three dragons got together again, I just really love that. Katie, wasn't it awesome? I just I wanted to bring up the Davos scenes. Do it. They were very quick and short, and he made me cry when he found that toy. I'm the crier. In the uh, pyre, under all that snow and all that burned wood, and he knew immediately exactly what happened to Shireen. It was. I mean, it was very, and he got so angry and seeing the emotion fill with him. It was really quite awesome. And he couldn't awesome. do anything about it at that moment nope. either. He bit his because tongue. Because he had to go to battle. And he had to focus. And he didn't let it get, get in the way of what uh, the job at hand. Yeah. I, oh, heavy. Yeah, and the dragons were awesome. And he did carve that, Ren. You're absolutely right. He carved that for her. So he knew exactly what it was as soon as he picked it up. And he knew exactly what he picked it up from mm-hmm. underneath mm-hmm. all those logs mm-hmm. and, and, and all the uh, well, ashes yeah. and snow. That's what they did. They burned people. He did, he had no doubt of what happened to Shireen. Davos is the MVP Absolutely. this season. A truly amazing episode. Davos for the Iron Throne. Sansa probably didn't tell John because she wasn't sure Littlefinger would even show up. So she uh well, Oh. Oh no, go for it. Yeah. I was yeah, she couldn't she didn't trust Littlefinger completely. And John was not listening to her, which is exactly why the battle went the way it did. I, he did yep. everything she told him not to do because she knew Ramsey and he didn't. But this episode... Like, oh, sorry, Joe, go. No, no, go for it. Go for it. I was just going to say, this episode just in general, from beginning to end, was just such substance to the way everything was shot. The music was so fitting with everything. The music mm-hmm. in that Davos scene, feeling his emotion as the music r- rose with him going, feeling it all, was just intense as hell. Yes. Yes, it was. There was nothing... There was... It, right up right up to the last scene with him looking looking at her from a distance. Mm-hmm. Like, um... Yeah, very oh, intense. Good job, Davos. Face. Oh my goodness. He really all the, the actors dragon, in the show the again. Just unbelievable. I was curious about where the where the dragon siblings have been all this time, but they've just been hiding out under there, and waiting for their big brother. Out. Waiting for mom and big brother. 
poor guys, poor dragons. Yeah, you took the chains off, but you didn't let us out. We couldn't get out of the room. <laughs> well, I don't think they. I don't think they wanted to. They were probably scared at that point. Their big brother's gone. Their mom's gone. They they've been chained up all this time. Like they they don't know what to do. They're just babies. Yeah. Yeah, they're baby. That, that's what Amy says. The babies. Let them out, Katie. Let let the babies yeah. out. And yay for dragons. Yay for dragons. We will fucking... Uh, why did the dragons all of a sudden break the wall? Not before. Because I think because they felt... They felt Drogon outside. They felt their yeah. alpha out there. And they, and they knew it was time. Big bro and mom are they home. Absolutely. And I mean, the, just like whales, too. I imagine dragons have some like vocal communications that we don't necessarily hear. You know, Drogon probably called to them at that moment come out of hiding we're here you're safe let's destroy <laughs> come on just do it just get on she is on screen she is on screen sort of um, we will we're gonna get to the calls in a little bit things. if anyone wants to get in on the phone lines that number again is 914-205-568 name we'll get to the phone lines in a second everybody cannot wait to hear what some of you guys thought but just an amazing episode so many funny things happening great dialogue great camera angles it's I don't know, just top-notch episode of Game of Thrones. Let's start to bring in some of the yes. calls here and see what you guys thought of this episode. Someone reminded me of this before, and I should do this every time. When I take your call, I'm going to go, your name and where you're calling from. <laughs> just, so, yeah. just so we know. Someone yeah. suggests that, like, Phil, you're going to fucking take calls. Ask the fucking caller their name and where the fuck they're calling from. So area code 574 is the first call I'm going to be taking. Uh, ah, Detroit, name and where the fuck you're calling from. There we go. Area code 574. What's going on? Hey, Bill. It's Lauren. Hey, Lauren. How's it going tonight? Uh, Where are you calling from? Pretty good. How about little... I'm calling from northern Indiana. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Littlefinger riding in like Gandalf at the Battle of Helm's Deep there <laughs> at the end. And I totally think he's going to ask for marriage as his repayment from oh, Santa. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I tend to agree with he you. He's macking on that baby girl. I think Sansa would be down for it. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I think at this point she's going to have to be. Yeah, I think she might feel obligated, but I don't know if she's down for that. Interesting part of this yeah, question. Yeah, I don't that, know for it. <laughs> interesting uh, add-on to your question. Someone, Elliot from the chat, just sent me an email. Do you think that there's something weird going on with Sansa and John? It's almost like she wants to keep him yeah. at arm's length, especially with the whole lying to him about Littlefinger. If she was nope. hoping for John to fail against uh, against nope. the Boltons and clean up the mess with the Knights of the Vale. No. Ooh, what do you think no. about that? What do you guys... No, let's no, no, let's no, see what the no, caller no, thinks. No. Do you think that Sansa wanted John to lose? No. Um... I think she was really angry with him, but I don't think she wanted him yeah. to lose. I think she wanted him to learn what Ramsey was, though, because she's yes. serious. Yeah, absolutely. Good. She wanted and John I would to have, listen I would to her. And too. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I'm glad that yeah. she, I'm glad that she got the ultimate revenge there and got to sit there and be the final blow to kill Ramsey. I know Timo yep. right now is on hold, ready to kill me for saying these things, but I was, I really was very, very happy for for Sansa to be in that position right there. Lauren, thank you so much for the call as always. Thank you. Great to talk to you. Have a good night, guys. You too. You too. Let's let's take our next call. This is from I know who this is from. This is from the Cataman from uh, from Lynn or from Beverly. I don't know where the fuck you're calling from. Welcome Taka. to the show, Taka. Hello, sir. How's it going, buddy? What'd you How think of this you episode? This I'm doing great. What did I think? 
I, I, I'm, I'm speechless. I, I'm, 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 yeah, it, it, words cannot be. One question to everybody on the show. I know uh, somebody probably hasn't answered or has. Um, do you know any actors or any characters that are not A, good actors, or B, memorable for being assholes or great, like, heroes? They're always memorable. Like, they just knock it out of the park uh, pretty much almost episode in regards mm. to maybe like acting mm. or action or whatever but this this thing fired on all cylinders it's just like most teams bond villains this mess right here in marine and we're going to move on to here and then we're going to move on to here and it's just that end thing with that shield man i was like i was blown away it's like ramsey really dude arrows yeah <laughs> the lava voice like why would you do it two more times? You know it's not going to end the way you want it. Shield. We need yeah. a shield wall. But, we got uh, the shield wall there, yeah. which is interesting too. Yeah, I really liked that it, actually. It, it, yeah, but uh, I was just so excited to be able to, uh, you know, sit down and be able to watch the show and be able to like you know share my uh, opinion on the show, just like all the other great people that are here in the chat room. But uh, yeah. Well, I, I look forward to you all watching the rest of your recap, guys, and I hope you have a great show. Thank you, my friend. Talk Sweet to you yeah. soon. The, here we go from area code 817. Where, who, what's your name and where you call from, 817? What's going on? Hi. Um, my name is Ellen, and I'm calling from Texas. Hey, Devil. Um, I'm Texas. calling. Hi. <laughs> um, I love the show, as always. Um, this was one of the best episodes of all time oh. because Ramsey finally got his face mm -hmm. chewed off. Yum! The fact that we only got to yeah. get his face chewed off for like three seconds was a little lame, but... Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To hear him die screaming was just remarkable. Oh, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> awesome stuff, and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I also think that um, Sansa is preggers, uh, especially with Ramsey's um, I'll be with you. Uh, there's always, there'll always be a part of me in you. And I'm like, oh. I, I, I really think that she might be pregnant with Ramsey's kids. That and goes I back to the, how, I, I mean, can still feel what he did to me inside of me. Well, that, mm. good, good, good call. Good call, Evelyn. And someone in the chat wants to know yeah, yeah, if you want a boyfriend from the UK. So check out Nick X in the chat. He's uh, he, he says hi. So th great call, Evelyn. Appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we got Lady Squee also in the live chat right now doing the straw poll. Uh, so thank you. Uh, thank you so much. And yeah, well, I like straw too. Here is I like <laughs> here is area code three two one. Area code three two one. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, oh, hello. Hey, what's going on? Hey, so this is Timo. Hey, Timo, what's going on? Hey, okay. So first of all, let's like all the Santa explainers. I can't right now. Like, what the fuck does Santa do? She did absolutely nothing. Littlefinger is the one that offered the army. She didn't go get the army. He offered it to her. So, okay. Whatever. <laughs> fuck Santa so much right now. So, if it's okay with you guys, I know people are celebrating. This is not a time of celebration. <laughs> this is a time of mourning. Okay? We need to be sad right now. We need to have a moment of silence for Ramsey. And I wrote a eulogy. Can I read it? Do it. Uh, you, I'm oh, letting you go. This is, this is your show for the next few minutes, Timo. Go, go for it. I'm gonna, it. It's really short. It's really short. I'm just going to no, read no, a no. nice eulogy. Mm -hmm. this, is a nice, this is a time of remembrance for Ramsey, okay? okay so hold on. Well. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Every, everyone... He came to us from the Dread Force, oh, born of Ruth Bolton and some Miller's wife. He was full of charisma, charm, and passion. He was an avid animal lover who loved his hounds. He always went for what he wanted. He was a real go-getter, that guy. He never ran from a fight. He liked to live life on the edge, taking advantage of every small pleasures or opportunities in this world. He ran from the last fight. He was often misunderstood, but at the core of his heart, he only wanted to be accepted and respected. (laughs) He had a difficult life. He started from the bottom, but through his determination and ambition, rose to the Lord of Winterfell and Warden of the North. It was difficult for him to make friends because he was intimidating to most. But when he did find those friends, he treated them just like family. He is survived by his ungrateful, disloyal, spoiled bitch of a wife. Oh! (laughs) He was the last of an old family with strong ties to the community. His life and legacy will always be remembered. We shall never see his life again. Okay. Okay. Timo, Timo, thank thank you so much. Thank you so much, Timo. The old gods and the new. That was that was really great. That was really great stuff. Timo, the chat is going crazy. LOL. Yeah, he ran from I'm one sorry, fight, though, I'm Timo. Sorry for your loss, Timo. Oh, poor Ramsey. Uh, Carmine's in the live chat right now with a heart for Ramsey. I hated his death uh, so bad. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. His death wow. was perfect. Wow. So we'll, and his capture was even better. We're going to get into the... Oh, I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> Pre- I wanted to take a munch, too. Here we go. Preach on. People in the live chat, preach Dragon. on. Hashtag yeah. love Ramsey, uh, the bastard ran tonight. Fuck Ramsey. Thank the Lord of Light. Uh, Ramsey, why, why? Touchdown, Winterfell. Lots of fucking great stuff. His death was bad. Uh, Peter offered the veil, but Sansa said uh, she didn't want yeah, to see him ever again. Awesome. She wrote him off in desperation to get more men, which ended up saving everyone. He needed to die laughing, not screaming in pain, says says Carmen. Made it. Uh, Sansa had two reasons why she didn't tell John. One, she probably didn't know he would show. She, right. Yep. Can't that trust Littlefinger. And, and John wasn't listening to her anyway and two she wanted to uh, she wanted to prove herself she wanted to prove herself so so let's take i I do agree that that's in there a little proving herself she wanted to take ramsey down and proving herself a little bit of herself wanted to take ramsey yes and to prove herself it would have been better to prove herself by saying that this was an option and this was a a try to get and being open about it and stuff maybe see i felt like she was about to tell john in this episode but he just would not listen to what she had to say he wouldn't listen to her, and he ended up doing everything she told him not to do. That's true. He did do that. And so I think she kind of felt like either way, if Littlefinger comes, he's going to come and save the day. If he doesn't, then fuck it. It's going to go down like this no matter what. I kind of thought that was stupid. Like, you knew this boy was gonna was dead. Everybody knew that, like, for him to go riding Again. out there, it was just kind of like, oh, come on. Well, yeah, you know, he knew he he knew his mistake, and when he was standing there watching the cat, he was just like you saw. Oh, it on I should have listened to my oh, sister. Oh fuck! Sansa was right. Oh, Damn it. fuck! 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 She was right. Damn it, Dad! Why'd you have to teach me to be all honorable and loyal and shit? Right. Wow! Oh. Someone from like, uh, just a moment you get to watch your brother die, and you just go fucking swallow it. I guess. Yeah. Yes, they take your vengeance out. But oh, 
tough, tough, tough. We got a text message oh. from Ramsey, New Jersey. Uh, Phil, got a theory here. By the way, I'm, I'm Nick from New Jersey. What if right before Ramsey got eaten by his dogs, he worked into Sansa? That explains oh. why why she was smiling when she was walking away. I know it's ridiculous, yeah, but it'll be no. awesome. She had the reaction that just about anyone who had gone through what she went through with Ramsey would have. <laughs> I need to watch this for a few more seconds and enjoy. And know it's over. Yay. Yep. Rick, Rick and yep. Duck. Fucking duck dude best episode of the season i think for me it's the best episode of the season i enjoyed it the most from beginning to end mm-hmm. hold the oh, door is my favorite episode amazing. of the season still yeah. nothing has made me cry like that from a television perspective in my lifetime oh. so like that's see i would have if they had drawn that davos discovering the fun- the pyre scene mm. if they had drawn that out i was about to break down and ball <laughs> because shireen Oh my shot. goodness! That was a great but he shot. had to he had to swallow it, and so did I. It was a great shot at Davos. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. His silhouette up against the uh, the cloudy sky uh, at dusk there after he found the toy. It was an his, unbelievable. Yeah, his heartbreak uh, was very. They did a great shot. job with that stuff in the show. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry I keep interrupting you. I'm very excited by this. <laughs> if anyone if, <laughs> if anyone needs to text in the text in number seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine. Ethan, I believe, or Elliot, was it Elliot or Ethan? I, I, I'm sorry, I messed up your name. I did read your first question. If you would me, emailed me a second question, I did not get it. Uh, the, it those piles of body, dude. This episode should be put in the IMAX theater. That's one thing I wanted to say. Uh, coming into after the next after after the next episode of the season of the finale. I would very much like to see, and it's directed by the same director that did Hard Home as well, and that did this episode. I hope that they do the IMAX experience this coming year again, because this is definitely yes. an episode I would like to see in the theater oh. with the pile of bodies and the huge IMAX. This would be a really intense one to see in that sort of context. Yes, it would. It would would absolutely. Let's take a few more calls before we get into our recap here. This is from area code 985. Area code 985 uh, what is your name and where are you calling from? Oh, hey. Uh, well, uh, I'm oh, Ned, and sorry. no, it's not for Ned Stark. I used my friends used to say I look like Ned Zigsby from Nickelodeon, but uh, no, yeah, I'm calling from Louisiana, and uh, my question is about well, the whole thing with okay. I mean, we all know the theory with theory, theory with Dario being the harpy, and I just want to know mm-hmm. if y'all see this as the kind of final nail in the coffin on that with the masters pretty much defeated and i don't you know see the harpies being a big plot line anymore and i mean i'd like to hold out hope you know that they do something complicated like that and just you know show that not everyone is as loyal to daenerys as she Mm -hmm. thinks they are Mm -hmm. and Good, good question. I don't know if I'm ready to close the door. And sorry, I uh, ended up your call ended up getting dropped. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to close the door 100% on that. Just because, did we even see Dario tonight? Where was he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was yes. leading we did. one of the uh, the Dothraki tribes. Okay, I, I, yeah, I, I came swinging around. his uh, sickle. I, 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 just missed, I just missed seeing him at, at this point. 
So, so I, I mean, I'm not ready to completely close the door on on something on something being a little bit more than it than it was in that situation. But I do think this is a strike mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. they got, seemed like an afterthought in this episode mm-hmm. the way and they have since the second half since that meeting with Tyrion. But th- stuff is still vague enough. I, I, I have. I don't know. I feel like there's going to be more problems, and I feel like that is a a slightly different dynamic that might be cool. Carmine talked about that in a video, and I, I tend to I tend to subscribe to that a little bit. Uh, Carmine was like, "Who wants to see uh, Game of Thrones at IMAX?" Uh, we went to see it, and fortunately for us, people weren't being annoying. It was it was very quiet. We were the only ones. Yeah. Made, we were the annoying ones oh. in the theater. So yeah, I would, yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah, we, we expect, were heckling and talking. Yeah, and we expected, but every else everyone like, else was completely quiet, and they were giving us looks like, well, "You guys shut up." We're like, "We've seen." Yeah. The episodes before let's have fun so we were those annoying people mm-hmm. in the theater i was expecting a rocky horror picture show experience almost. yeah and we and we were the we were the only ones talking so here is let's t- let's take this call right here area code up oh, one 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 what's going on one 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 i always one. get i always get fooled by the one 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 Okay, let's say let's. I bet it's one one. He it, doesn't say much. He's no. he's calling. He's he's just saying snow, snow. Yeah. It, oh, I wanted him to say snow before he died. Uh, one oh. more time, snow, snow. fucking snow. Oh. And yes, yes, rough. yes. Oh. Uh, good read on that one, Carmine. I, I am a douche. I'm a super douche. Uh, fucking. Uh, Carmine for the win. He'd give a better fight than Ramsey. Reverse Red Wedding next week. The Dothraki were across the sea. They had no ships. No one gives a fuck about Rickett, says Tom himself. Uh, fu- funny stuff going on in the live chat, as fucking always. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into our recap and get through this episode and talk about what happened. So, before, without wasting any more time, let's get into it. Recap! Recap! Okay, this episode opens up that we see some cannons being loaded and it's a siege into Marine. And damn, right from the beginning, this shit looks really, really cool to me. I am really into this. This is awesome. And mm-hmm. and we see Danny watching it all from the tower like a fucking emperor watching, looking down about everything. <laughs> and Tyrion is talking shit to Danny. Uh-huh. Like oh oh the city the city's on the rise oh it, it looks yeah. <laughs> her face I didn't do it it wasn't me I swear everything's all good here um nothing nothing to see here move along yeah the city's on the rise yeah it'd be, it'd be like great oh my goodness Thomas has returned to the markets the people are behind you. <laughs> the place the burns well not all the people of course no ruler that ever lived had the support of all the people. But the rebirth of Marine yeah. is the cause of this violence. Yes, it's great times. The masters oh, cannot oh. let Marine succeed. Because if Marine succeeds, a city without slavery, a city without masters, so good. it proves that no one needs and a And she's looking at him like, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, you're making should sense. Yeah. Okay. Suddenly she started making a lot of sense. Should, okay, should we be, should we begin our action? Okay, what's your plan? What what is your plan, Daenerys? What's the thing that you do? What's your go to? What's your best move yep. here? Uh, I will set their fleets to fire, kill every last one of their soldiers, yeah. and return their cities to the dirt. Yeah. That is my plan. Exactly, just oh, like no. this, guys. You don't approve. You once told me you knew what your father was. 
She wants a. Did you know his plans for King's Landing when the Lannister armies were at his gates? And they and she kind of he he basically talks to her and he's like, let's come up with a better plan. But his compromise yeah. is you get to burn one ship, Danny. You at least don't worry. Don't worry, you can burn some people. Yes, just stuff don't will burn. People will burn. People will just die. Not everything. Yeah. You'll get you'll get high off it. You can Aww. you can touch yourself while you do it. You can do whatever you want. Aww. It's it's all yours. Don't worry. Don't worry, Veruca, honey. You'll get it. You'll get it all. And but I want a burning city now, I Daddy. I want them all to die now. <laughs> And she goes, no, 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 no. So Tyrion asked her about her. We don't want to destroy the whole fleet, Danny. We want that fleet. We need that fleet. They brought it to us for a reason. Well, there's the innocent citizens and stuff too. Burn a couple of them. You know. I think they burned more than just one ship. Don't I just think we city. only saw the ma major destruction. Well, of one ship. yeah, I think they let the the dragons kind of do what they were gonna do, and whatever's left, they'll take and use. Because mm. uh, you can't really direct the dragons. No. Caitlin sent us a Caitlin sent us a message. Hey Phil, Joe, and Katie, it's Caitlin Squee. Did you guys notice that the sky behind Davos mimicked the fire with the bright orange being behind the pyre and the mm -hmm. night sky resembling the smoke? Made the scene look even more sad. Jesus, oh, yeah. best episode of the season for me. I even love that stupid bitch Danny scene, and that says a lot. <laughs> yeah, they did an amazing job with those little things, those little details, like John's skirt swishing in the wind as he spins in the middle of the battle and the coloring in the sky as Davos makes this realization. They did an amazing job with that in this in this episode in particular. In general, they do a good job with that, but this episode was very striking yep. for those details. I agree. I agree. It, and that is... A lot of the shit was given over the week, the writers or whatever, because of last week's episode. But more you look at it and the more you think about it, it's the, it's the, the direction has a lot to do with it, too. And how mm. they just make the most out of everything that they get and how they get the yes. script alive. And this this person, I don't know their name. I don't have the IMDb in front of me. And I'm not sure the director's name, so I'm not mm. giving him the credit he deserves. But but this goes right there. I keep saying this. And it's I am... I don't usually get that like this, but I'm almost at a loss for words in this episode. I'm watching this episode mm. like I don't even know how the fuck to talk about what I no, saw. Yeah. This was just intense. I just want to watch this again. Can I skip the show and just watch the episode <laughs> again? I, I just really loved it. Yeah. And I and it was one of those episodes I sort of was laxed on taking notes because I just was getting into watching it and getting oh, off on the action. Yeah. And the way they just had everything oh. to can't just the just the pay it the attention to detail the attention to every single fucking moment mattering J just really yep. was awesome and all the music just tied in there was uh and it was funny and there wasn't throwaway lines there wasn't lines just to be funny just to be funny i don't know it was yeah i have so many images burned into my my like when we get to talking about them like there's so many moments that in the battle scene that I just want to be like, stop that. Just yeah. bah. And then we and haven't even talked about it. We haven't even talked about it. We got, we get fucking, we'll get to it eventually, but we get Theon and Tyrion interacting yes. again in an Yara. amazing fucking Yara scene. Amazing. And yeah, yeah. I know oh, all, all that was excellent, but we actually get Tyrion who will not drop the fact that Theon made fun of him. And he's just nope. so in his face. It's so fucking Tyrion. And he's just, he cannot drop it. No, Greyjoy, you ragged on me. Remember? Oh, you've had a, you've had a pretty nice life since then, huh? And then, yeah. the, oh, you've been punished. Tell you've been punished. It. Punished, whatever. And Carmine has the question of the night. What the fuck? Where are the balls? 
piece of shit. Where the fuck was Ghost? We're going to get into him at the end, yeah. but he should have been in at least in the battle. They should have shown him for a second or something like, or even like a flash to him. Not, not, you don't even do too much. All you have I to know show what Ghost is, was. All you have to do is when they throw down Shaggy Dog's head, sh see Ghost's face for a second growl at at yeah, at what's going on more danger than I know he could have helped was. in this battle. joe i'm not i, I'm a, I have was. a feeling i'm not gonna like this but yes joe ghost while this was all going on while this battle was going on the reason we didn't see ghost is because ghost was infiltrating winterfell in a in a in case everything goes bad ghost would be back at winterfell mm -hmm. ready to eat mm -hmm. ramsey when he got mm -hmm. back and celebrate what in I, the night what i'm hoping and yeah, this is just infiltrating this right. is just yep, all yep. speculation i'm hope hoping that ghost left john and we're going to see ghost at one point maybe at the beginning of next season maybe the end of the season somehow going on a hunt to try to find nymeria i'm hoping yeah. i i'm pu i'm putting my fucking hat on yes. right now maybe ghost or maybe we're not seeing ghost for a reason that has doesn't have to do with money and stuff maybe ghost is gone on a pill a gone mm -hmm. somewhere mm -hmm. to try to find a secret mission a well, secret yeah, mission no, of his I've own. had a whole like side plot line in my head for the wolves they're still there <laughs> yeah no I got shit going on with them yeah they're, they're she got back. plans yeah, for they're these wolves oh you. yeah they've been behind the scenes making all sorts of uh conspiracies and plans and uh yeah no they communicate with the crow frequently yeah. they yeah. have vengeance they need the crow be seeing that shit from the trees. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, no, the crow's the messenger. We do, yeah. People can correct me in the chat, but someone asked the question in the chat, have we seen Ghost really since John came back? I think the last time we see Ghost no. is the episode that John comes back. He basically Yeah, that's what I, I I'm pretty sure. He basically comes on. Do you say you want to say we saw him one other time, John Joe? Yeah, I do. No, uh, I don't know. That's the last time I remember, but I couldn't say for sure if that was the last time. Go, we need some ghost protocol. Fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> if he was in the battle, he would have died. Katie is a blue ball yes. dragon right now. What's going on? I'd rather not see. I'd rather not see him than see him dead, as someone says. Uh, yeah. Oh God, we can't lose any more dire wolves. Right. Excellent. I'd point. rather them be yeah mysteriously gone than dead. And this is DB's question. Phil, I have one serious question. Where the fuck is Ghost? No Ghost! No Ghost. Uh, and, it, and I'm not going to take money for a reason. Simply because you had, an, you had an episode where you had three fucking dragons, a giant getting arrows that looked like a chia pet filled with fucking arrows. You got, uh, you got explosions. You got crazy shit. They could have afforded to put a little dire wolf in the side of the battle. I think ultimately yes. it's... It's probably maybe they did not want him. Maybe he was with Sansa, guarding Sansa or something like that during the bet. No, because she was off getting Littlefinger. I I don't know. It's it's a fair if question. Would, what happened to him? I would have told like I'm a I'm a softy. I was glad that they kept the scenes with the dogs eating Ramsay short, just because I I didn't want to see the dogs do that. <laughs> Karma, I didn't. I would love to see Ramsay torn apart, but the dogs—they're getting their vengeance, but they've lived a horrible life, and this is just a horrible thing for them to have to do to survive. And what you? And I would have not wanted Ghost to be there in that battle because he would have been slaughtered. Okay, where Ghost really was is was the same place where our little lady bear was. Back at base, where oh, a bunch Liana. of the support is, a bunch of the people who are helping cook and clean and keep and maintain camp that don't do the fighting. Mm -hmm. There mm -hmm. is a large support that comes along with these kind of uh, armies and well, everything. Behind the scenes, where the yeah. tents were it's pitched, vital. where all that stuff is. That's where Ghost is. They, they, yes. There's a, a contingent Protecting of troops, Leo. not a lot, but there are some that would still be back there to protect that mm -hmm. camp. Mm -hmm. Or 
and stuff like that. So there, that is where Ghost is. That is where the Lady Bear okay, is. Okay, then that he's a little bit. Then he's Liana. a little bitch compared to Grey Wind because Grey Wind would be next to Rob out there in the fucking battlefield. Fuck that. Ghost should be well, by John's side. The real truth is Carmine's right. I'm fucking. I, it's budget. He wasn't in the budget. Ghost wasn't in the budget. That's why he wasn't there. Uh, well, that, to say oh, Ghost was protecting the Lady Bear. Okay, whatever, whatever, Joe. The Lady Bear would be the new. The new yeah. Lady of the North should the Stark House then go they should have shown him oh, doing it, Joe. Her first they should have shown him doing it. Face in the War Council. Yep. I love yep. that girl. She yep. is amazing. She becomes Warden of the North and Lady of the North should should John and Sansa die. Mm-hmm. So Ghost is back there doing his solemn job as John's, you know, ghost protecting her. And that would be a good parenting choice on John's part with his puppy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't th- put I, I think like that in the middle of it when they can do better work on the outside. Joe, skirts. I think the explanation like will be either what you're saying or what Carmine just said that he, that that she was protecting Sansa from scouts or something like that, or he's somewhere protecting people at base camp or something. But that being said, the real reason is they were trying to it skimp a little bit of cost. Yeah, they couldn't afford <laughs> it. They couldn't have it. They can't fucking yeah. do it. Uh, Ghost was somewhere watching the NBA Finals. He was watching the Cavs. Yeah. <laughs> priorities. Yeah, Come priorities. Okay, so our second scene that we get into is the meeting with the Masters. And uh, this is pretty funny stuff. Instead, you will flee Slavers Bay on foot. Get out of here, Danny. Like the beggar queen you are. We are here to discuss terms of surrender, not to trade insults. <laughs> did did anyone but the masters not understand what they meant by surrender? the Great Pyramid and the city of Marine. The unsullied you stole from Krasny's Mona Kloss will remain to be sold again to the highest bidder. No. The translator you stole from Krasny's Mona Kloss will remain to be sold again to the highest no. bidder. No, no, no. The no. dragons beneath the Great Pyramid no, will be slaughtered. That's not going to happen. You know why? Because no, he didn't communicate clearly. No. We need to discuss your surrender. We're bringing you down, motherfucker. You. I imagine it's difficult adjusting to the new reality. Yes, you find it very difficult. Your reign. It's it's frustrating. Is over. My reign. No, and this is where she turns it around. No, my murder isn't over. Here I go, and and right in that point. She said she looks around and Drogon comes out and flies around and he and she's like, no, listen, fuck you. And then she sits on top of him and he comes like right next to her face and uh, she goes into her never never ending story mode where she jumps in the back, kind of like when they go, oh, there's Neo doing his Superman thing. It's she's doing she's doing her Sebastian thing again and she gets in the back of Drogon and she starts flying around and as she's flying over Marine, the other dragons bust out of the caverns and this is a great yeah. shot. And the other two dragons, dragons fly next to the, the Drogon, and we see all three of the dragons, and we see some of the sons of the harpy killing some innocent people, and we then we hear it in the co- uh, the Rawr. distance, the Horde of Dothraki, and the Horde of Dothraki not- come charging in, and they wipe out those fucks. Yes, Joe. Right, which shows that they're not just at um they're not just at siege from the water with the catapults from the boats, but no, yeah. the sons of harpies are also attacking throughout the city. They're at the front gates mm-hmm. uh, with whatever they have as well. This is where we see, yeah, this is where we saw um, Dario. Dario leading that yeah. horde of Dothraki. And he takes the head off of one of the harpies. Mm-hmm. And even though they gave us that, I still, I am in agreement with Phil. I still believe that he is going to be the betrayal of love. And he is behind mm-hmm. the harpies. 
or part of this harpy conspiracy as well. See, I kind of think he's going to betray her, but not necessarily with the harpy thing. Okay. Either way. I mean, I don't know. There's, I still think I he do think he's going to betray her with the harpy or with that. About but he's going yeah. So, someone said someone said uh Rick, there t- a lot of talk in the chat why is rick running in a straight line doesn't he know what a zigzag is i yeah, know come see, on, i make was it saying that boy. zig boy zag come on <laughs> zig boy zag. don't just run in a straight line <laughs> fucking idiot moron you moron to the king moron <laughs> i said run see and then i was thinking what rick and i just walk I'm just gonna walk. I don't. I don't trust you. Like you're gonna kill someone me anyway. in the chat. I'm run backwards. Yeah, and wait for you you to loose, and then I take two steps to the left. Someone in the chat says Dario. <laughs> I'm on my footwork out there. Dario will betray her to urine. To urine. To urine. To urine. <laughs> to urine. He's gonna pee on her. He's he's into it, some. It, he's she's into a <laughs> golden shower there. It's a good. A non- Consensual golden yeah, showers. Yeah, Dario's into non-consensual golden showers. Uh, so, okay, so we see the Sons of Harpy killing some innocents, and then we hear the Horde of Dothraki come in, and they charge, and they wipe out those fucks, while the dragons fly overhead and just look really cool. They start uh, focusing on, on one ship, and one sh- they do, a, like, a cool uh, formation, and Daenerys gives her a little fire, Dracarys, and she burns one of the ship, like, burns these people. We hear people screaming. All the three dragons get in on it. They see them all burning. Danny's getting off. She's touching herself under the dragon stuff she's like hey, ooh, this is awesome i want it now burning people and Tyrion. yep and uh set Tyrion does his thing saying listen you guys are bitches <laughs> and and you got one of you guys needs to die here uh we've decided that one of you is gonna die and of course the two main masters that we know turn on the guy that used to be a slaver that Tyrion knows and I'm like oh oh gosh uh, uh this guy he's not a high he's the one he's the one he's He's new. He's new. He's low born. So, uh, Grey Worm, in one of the cooler Grey Worm moments in a while, mm-hmm. walks over to him and on one slice kills the two other guys. And there you go. Well, that's not begging for his life. Yeah. And then the well, other. Yeah, swings right over his head and takes the other two heads yep. off. It was beautiful. It was nice. great. Yeah, he killed them both. The best, it was the best Grey Worm scene uh, it, moment, mm-hmm. in Ever, my opinion, I say. ever. Correct. Yeah, I can think of. It's the first- Maybe since the release of Grey Worm. Mm. Or I, I mean, I liked a couple of the things like in the scene where uh, Dario won him and Jora kind of broke into was that Karth that they broke into or no? Yeah, might have been. Yeah, might have been Marine too. Uh, wh- wherever they broke in, I thought that was a pretty decent scene. Seeing him fight, seeing him in some of his one on one scenes with Dario were pretty interesting. But this was just really cool. He's menacing. Really, the way yeah. he walked up to them was was just just excellent excellent job mm-hmm. in general by a character I'm not a huge fan of of the show. But this is one of the things about this episode is even people I weren't I I am not huge fans of really brought it in this episode. Yeah. Well, what's big too is he makes this decision on his own. Yeah. No one says to him yet. Yeah, take the other two out. He makes that choice on his own. So he has power here. He is he is really in a position of being a free person. Yep, we were gonna leave only kill one of you, but hey, my man decided to kill both of you. Yeah, and that that's huge. <laughs> Just leave one he alive is not instead. a slave. He does not have the slave mindset anymore. He is a free person. Yep, and he can walk away from this, or he can make his own decisions in it. 
Yeah. And that's what he's doing. Great, just great Grey Worm moment. So then we go, then we're off to the north where we finally get into our John and Sansa. And this is the first time that they really get into a, a fight here where we get Johns and Sansa watching the army form and John tells her she doesn't need to be here. You don't need to be girl. here. You don't need to be here today. Girl. You girl. Oh, this is, I'm sorry. This is the meeting with Ramsay. Yeah. I just heard that every every other yeah. word he said. Thank you for girl. returning Lady girl. Bolton safely. Girl. Yeah, thank you for bringing my wife now, back to this me. mountain. Kneel before me, surrender your army, and proclaim me the true Lord oh, of Winterfell oh, and Warden the of the North. I will pardon you for deserting the Night's Watch. I will pardon these treasonous lords for betraying my house. Come, <sighs> yeah, bastard. Pardon your hit from Listen. you. Don't have the men. You don't have the horses. Listen, bastard. And you don't have Winterfell. And Jon Snow pulls a Jamie Lannister here, right? Where he goes, listen, Ramsay. If uh, what, no one has to die here today, why don't we just do this man-to-man, mono-e-mono? That's what we got to do. And, of course, Ramsay pulls the Rob Stark. If we did it your way, bastard. You'd win. And Ramses basically says to him, I've heard stories about you being the greatest swordsman of yada, yada, yada. I got 6,000 men. You got uh, 3,000-ish in a giant or 2,000 in a giant. And uh, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm gonna take my advantage. And John says, listen, you pussy, let's fight. And Ramsey kind of just gives him a... Uh, whatever. Yeah, no. No, no, no. And then he starts talking about Rickon, and they're like, how do you, we know you have Rickon? And as Sansa says that, and the look that Ramsay gives Sansa in that moment is evil as shit. He just gives her this look like, you don't talk. You don't talk unless talk to. And then they under, <laughs> they, they keep the well-preserved, I must say, head Very of Shaggy Dog. Very well-preserved. They must have, they must have done some, uh, done Oh, some... they kept him out in the snow. Yeah. Oh, good enough. point, Katie. Good point, Katie. He was, he was cold enough. And they, and they bowl down Shaggy Dog's head just to tell us all, yeah, we know it looks small, but guys, but this is Shaggy Dog's head. And, and this is when you know for sure that. Great John Number is not part of some big. Oh, no. that guy. No. Nope. Ooh, nope. Just a traitor. Yep. And Sansa interrupts Ramsey when Ramsey's trying to give one of his uh, beautiful Joker yeah. soliloquies. And she goes, Listen, fuck. You're not making it out of this day alive. You're dead. Nope. You'll be dead tomorrow. You'll nope. be dead tomorrow. She knows it's useless to talk to him. And Ramsey. Except for trying to make a measure of him, which he doesn't do properly because he should have listened to Sansa. And I love I love Ramsey in this episode. For a last episode for Ramsey mm. to be in, he really was amazing. He he, he, Just yeah. amazing. He shot yeah, he really did I shine. Mean, he was a little bit too uh <laughs> but he's always been that so yeah, I thought no, he was I, I, yeah I thought he was he's perfect. Over the top. And that and that shows too like that's his fear response. Yep. He was terrified. And what he does when he's terrified is he he gets extra extreme mustache twirly evil. Lauren says that uh, Direwolf said was bullshit. Rickon is in the SAG union. Uh, that's the Desert Queen, the Rose Queen, the Iron Queen, the Queen of the North, and Danny to rule them all. It's the absolute stupidity of Sansa not to tell him to uh, tell the Vale army to join John. Yes, Ramsay went out like a champ, Phil. So, yeah, no, she should have, like, looking it down at the end out. there, all I'm thinking is, you know, they almost died, Sansa, because you didn't decide to tell them that there's the possibility that the veil might join in. Well, no, they did. They, he was going to do that no matter what. 
they almost died because John made a decision. In fairness, that would she have was. Them all. In fairness, and I'm going to go in the Sans attack just for a second here, in the sense that she was trying to have an argument with. Him. I was going to make this argument later, but we can have it now. Sansa and John have a excuse me conversation where she goes, "I don't know what to do. I just don't think you should go now. I, if you asked me, I'd say to wait. Yada yada." In that yeah, moment, that's the moment, that's the moment where she should have said, listen, I wrote a letter to Littlefinger. I don't know if he's going to listen to me or not. I don't know if he's actually going to come. I don't trust him. But there's a chance that if we wait like a couple days, just to, just a couple fucking days, the Vale Army might be joining us. And then this is an easy win. And she didn't necessarily do that. She wanted to be the hero in that situation and kind of wanted to... Look what I found. Look what I found. Or maybe that's not her motivation, but to me how I read it is she's thinking about her claim now. She's thinking that she needs to have a better claim. It's, it's again, I, I sorry not to bring up fucking Survivor, but like you're at the end of the game. You need to convince the fucking jury you played the best game. And it's like, mm. listen... It's a bastard and a woman, and I know it's almost like she wanted Rickon to die when she's like, "Yeah, Ramsay won't let Rickon die." You want you want to know what really? I'm not gonna let Rickon live because if he lives, then my claim's not good because I'm wow. next in line. And that's wow. kind of the the look on her face. That's what I got on from her. On the hill, that's kind of what I got too. Like, oh, I was <gasps> hoping you were gonna die, John. Hmm. What? Wow. That was kind okay. of the look I I kind of took her to have. Wow. And like all I could think was, why didn't you say something still? Like riding in on your horse at the end, it just seemed really like. Yeah, see, I agree. She should have said something. I don't think it would have changed anything because she would have had to say herself, I don't trust Littlefinger and we cannot actually count on this happening. So I don't think anything would have turned out differently. They got there just in the nick of time, which is probably just when they got there. Yeah. And this could to, to bring up El and, I'm sorry, Katie. And I did see a, a a prideful look on her face, but I still don't think that she's trying to compete with Jon Snow for mm -hmm. supremacy. I don't, know. I don't think that's in her mind at all. Uh, we'll, at this point. We will have she wants Ramsey. We will have we, we will have to she wait and gets see. To be the one credited with taking Ramsey down. A good point, but we will have to wait and see how this pans out with them and and the at the end of the season into the beginning of next. Elliot, I just want to reread your question. This is a question from Elliot in the chat because it, it pertains to what we're talking about. Do you think there's something weird going on with John Sansa? It's almost like she wants to keep him at arm's no. length, especially with the whole lying to him about Littlefinger. Is it that she was hoping for John to fail? I don't think she's hoping to fail, no. as we mentioned earlier. But I do think maybe there is some something <clears throat> else more there in my mind. Welcome, Kayla. So yes, oh, we have uh, fuck Sansa flavor for one one. We have very, very back and forth going on in the live chat right now about Sansa. Uh, Travis says, I agree with Katie. Vale was like Tywin in season two, Blackwater. Hashtag fuck Sansa. Sansa's a little Cersei, right? Right? And uh, crazy no. fun stuff going on. Well, she did learn. Sansa grew some balls. I like her balls, says Clint. Six yes, Sansa is much, much better with balls. Agreed much elliot elliot thank you so much for the question buddy really appreciate it oh okay let's check something out let's see let's see we have a, we have a question here from uh hey guys uh let's listen to this voicemail right here hey guys how poetic is it that ramsey fed his dead ex-girlfriend to his dogs because she would make good dog food <laughs> and he uh -huh. oh sorry <laughs> dead ex-girlfriend to his dogs because she would make good dog food <laughs> and he ends up as dog food for his dogs it's awesome 
so is the shit. Fucking great stuff. Great stuff there from our buddy in Chicago. And uh, I, di- I did not. Well, the only problem with that now is they're going to have to slaughter those dogs because they're man eaters. She's, <laughs> she's a man eater. For, for some not reason, it's not really true either. But yeah, that's probably what they'll do. For some reason, I don't think I, I don't think I got that, buddy. But uh, uh, in the chat, did you ever catch who was on the cross? No. Uh, good question, oh. Sam. We talked about a lot of that in the off season, and I did not, I did not uh, know did if it, it was matter? clear. At first, I, at first, when we were first watching the episodes, what, Stephanie what goes, "Is it Rickon?" and 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 no, it was not. It was not Rickon. Those dogs. I had, think all of those crosses had people burning on them. It wasn't just one of them. I think they all had people on them. I think it was all just for fear, and it had nothing to do with anything. They're just fuckers from the cells, of, or you yeah. know, uh, soldiers or scouts that they had they had picked up along the way or some shit. Yeah, that's all. No, I, I tend. To... It, it wasn't. It was for like uh, you know, like uh, Vlad Tepish. Let's just line the streets on the way to the city. So. Or, Someone says maybe bodies. maybe a couple of Stannis's men or something like that. Yeah. So let's play this one right here. Let's see if this voicemail works right here. Hey guys, how poetic! Oh no, is this it is the uh, this is the same voicemail. Dead. Sorry, sorry about that. For some reason, it didn't. Uh, David, if you could call back and do that again, do that again. For some reason, it didn't. Uh, didn't save. Okay, so here we go. Let's continue here. Our next scene is Davos giving guidance to John. They're planning a meeting. John talks some shit to Torment about Stannis. This is just this whole intro is just exceptional, awesome stuff. That I can't wait to rewatch. This is weakness too. These men don't want to fight for him, they're forced to fight for him. If they feel the tide turning... It's not his men that worry me, it's his horses. I know what mounted knights can do to us. You and Stannis cut through us like piss through snow. We're digging trenches all along our flanks. They won't be able to hit us the way that Stannis hit you in a double envelopment. So... A pincer move. And this goes back and forth between them. It's a real funny scene, and it's an ongoing theme in this episode of, uh, I like how, I really like Tormund in this episode, and I like the combination of Tormund and Davos, and that that trifecta that you're getting with the three of them, and how Davos and John are kind of looking back and are almost amused by by just the way Tormund looks at things. It's just really, really cool stuff between the three of them. And... And Tormund, they talk about Stannis. It's just a funny scene. And they won't then, be able to hit us from the sides. And John's explaining to him how it's different than when Stannis came in and the way that they're going to fight. They're not going to be able to come in and sweep in and destroy them the way Stannis <laughs> did. So then we get our Sansa and John oh, scene. So, so let's listen to this because we talked a lot about this scene. This is Sansa talking, coming in, talking her shit. Well, like, she is just sitting there in the back listening, and they make it a point to show her just watching them have talk a good night, and discuss. Having no part in the War Council, even though she has very pertinent information that none of those other her. fucks have. Yeah. Look at her once. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And they don't ask her once. She's been in there. She knows how he lays out his forces and all of that. And that's the point that she, she ends up bringing, bringing in. But when it ultimately comes down to her insight, she doesn't offer much. But but let's let's listen to it. Wow. But he's like, he's like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Um, told, yeah, I am not wait. a, a, a military. So, so that's or, the point. So, I'm okay. telling you who he is and what he's capable of. And you're not listening to a word. It he lays the track. 
in Cause I'm a girl. Uh, I don't think so it's cause she's a girl. You're walking the dragon pill. I don't think it's that simple. Any thought she okay. has in her head, the only respect she gets is because her name is Stark. Yeah, yeah, okay. I I, th I think it. I read the I read the scene completely uh, differently, and I'll talk about it on a different. Excuse me. I'll, I'll, I said I read the scene uh, completely differently, and I'll talk about it on a, at a on a different show. But uh, but but that is fair. Sansa <laughs> well, comes. Yeah. Sansa comes in. And, no, because I don't think it's about that, Katie. I don't think it's about All her right. being a girl. I think it's about her experience in the situation. She's sitting there talking as a girl. No, no. Being treated like just a girl. Okay, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Katie, you're muted. So, so I don't think it's simple. I don't think it's as simple as that. I, I appreciate your point, but I don't think it's as simple as they're ignoring her because she's a girl. So, but but <laughs> your point 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 accepted. I think it has a lot more to do with the experience and not. I don't think it. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I don't. I think it has a lot more to do with the fact that she doesn't have experience in these matters, and that when she actually offers battle plans, I think he should have taken her advice in the sense of not knowing what to expect from Ramsey, because he possibly could. He, he possibly could offer some piece of information to add to the plan. But when it comes to the battle plan itself, what she should have done in that moment, if she wanted to be useful, was say that she had the Bolton Force, uh, that she had the Veil Forces coming. That would have been more appreciative in that situation. So uh, like, let's you jump. You two are kind of illustrating what I'm defending Sansa for with me. Okay, so uh, so let's jump in the jump in the live chat a little bit. Uh, girl power. Uh, so then Joey says Sansa's an idiot. She could give inside on Ramsay, lick Sansa's balls, and accept her as Queen of the North. Says Clint. They ignored her because she had mil zero military knowledge. Milo for president. Bye bye Ramsay. Here your dogs were hungry. Die Sansa. If Sansa does know about battles or experience, if Sansa does know about battles or experience, then shut the fuck up and uh, shut up about John and his advisor. Littlefinger was going to kill whoever won the battle first, so Sansa made it. Uh, hashtag Katie Philbowl hype. I don't blame John. It's Sansa growing up in Winterfell. She's never interested in battle. Cry me a river. Ren says Katie's right. Sansa, Sansa was completely right, says Critch. I bet Leanna Mormon was in on the war console because she's a girl. No, because she knows what she's doing. At this point, uh, John and Sansa shut the fuck up. I have no idea. Sansa Littlefinger won the battle. Where's Ghost? Go, Katie. Exactly, Phil. What? Pick up a sword and get in there, Sansa. Just getting all the chat seems to be right down the middle. Yeah, Katie, you know, Clay took the gifts that you have, Sansa. Yeah, yeah. Just like John does, just like everyone else on that war council does. I hope Sansa dies soon. It was uh, John Jonas says was not about her being a girl. Uh, huh. What's up, Room? I'm sorry. Great fucking episode, John. Uh, blah blah blah. Okay, so great stuff going on in the live chat right now. She even says that to him, and he doesn't dispute with her. It's uh, Sansa comes in. She talks her stuff. Sansa says he plays with people. John and Sansa, great scene where John's he 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 says she she goes. Rickon's not going to survive. There's nothing we can do here. Sansa says, "Listen to me. I don't know what I want you to do, but you got to listen to me because I don't know what I got to tell you. But listen to me." And they fight, and it's just a great scene between the two of them. However you want to read it, uh, Sansa says, "If Ramsay wins, I'm killing myself." If I, I'm not going back with him, I'm pulling a Cersei. If you lose this fight, John, I'll kill myself. And John <laughs> and John says, "I will, I will wow. not let him touch you again. I will protect you." And she says, "No one can protect me." I'm or anybody. Cersei. Anyone. 
That's what Cersei was going to do when at the Battle of the Blackwater. If yeah, they lost the fight, she was going to kill herself and her kid. Yes, that's exactly what Sansa said. She was pulling a Cersei you in that don't want to be the victims of a raiding army. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, I don't really, th I mean, yes, I agree that could be called pulling a Cersei, but I don't think it's really a Cersei thing. I think that's a woman thing. Again, yeah. or rape, not women either. You're being sexist, Katie. The, I don't uh, think it's a woman victim. thing. I don't think all women would do that. I, I don't think I, I don't think Yara my, would do that. Bias. It's a rape victim thing. Okay. I, I, I don't think Yara would do that. I don't think uh, Arya would do that. I don't think uh... I don't think Danny would do that. But whatever. Okay. So uh, so okay. So we're talking about our next scene. We get then we get our scene between Davos and Tormund, which you is you don't think they would kill or die rather than be raped. I think that they would. I think Arya would fight to the last death. I don't think she would kill herself in that situation. Personally, I think she would die fighting. But I think she, I think any woman or man, and especially those that have already been raped, would kill or die before being raped again. It was all about her. It was. Uh, Dornish Dan says it was all about her being a girl and the girl was the reason the Starks won and she was right about Rickon and the girl got to kill Ramsay. Meanwhile, the girls and Marine are uniting to win. Katie is so hot when she's mad, says PD's live music. Lauren says, Katie, I agree. Oh boy, back away, Phil. And uh, Yara was yeah, hitting on Danny. Keep a girl, honey. Uh, <laughs> it's not rape. Uh, roll call who died. Sansa doesn't trust John because he's too much like Ned. Uh, They're... What is John going to do now? Head back to the wall and fight the Watt Walkers. Uh, great stuff going on right now, as always, in the live chat. Let's hit over to our phone calls before we get in too much into our next torment scene. Here is area code 626. 626, who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, Phil, what's up? My name is Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. I'm Welcome calling to the from show. Los Angeles. Welcome. Uh, usually my husband gets to call in, but unfortunately he had work, so I do have a question for you guys tonight. Do it. Um, so John has been supporting Sansa's claim through the Battle of the Bastards, and I'm really hoping that next episode we do get Tower of Joy Part 2, which hopefully means R plus L equals J. Do you think uh, John's still going to support Sansa after he finds this out? I think so. I mean, I ultimately think it's going to be very interesting to see how this goes. Like, all joking aside and back and forth aside, it's going to be interesting to see how the power vacuum in Winterfell goes after this battle. And what happens with Littlefinger, what part that Littlefinger plays to see who runs uh, Winterfell because he's the one with the, the biggest force right now. Yes, the Starks hung their banner in this situation. So it, it's going to be very interesting to see that and see how that all pans out. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, I can't wait to see how it pans out. I just, I really, I really, 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 really want the second part of Tower of Joy, and I don't see why. If if that does, if that all equals plus minus whatever, it's gonna equal what it equals. There's no reason why he shouldn't support Sansa or Sansa support him or any of the above. It, it, uh, in fairness, everybody has the rightful place if that's the case, right? In fairness, if we find that out, doesn't mean John's gonna find out. I'm, I've also heard Correct. it thought I who's around who could tell John this information we do know that Littlefinger and Sansa had a conversation about Lyanna where Littlefinger was saying to her oh you think it's as simple as uh your aunt got kidnapped excuse me got kidnapped by Rhaegar and so what maybe is? Littlefinger knows a little bit more than he lets on or not he obviously knows a little bit more than he lets on so maybe he'll have a conversation with John to say you need to sink out what your true parentage is something to that effect I ultimately don't know where 
it's going to go with that. But I don't know how that would affect things either way. If anything, it would send John away to go do his own mission and and put, leave Sansa in charge of Winterfell. I don't see her leaving Winterfell anytime soon, personally. And and Bran, Bran's got to be on his way back too. Bran's got to tell him. Bran's got to is making his way past the wall at some point anyway as well. I was about to say that too. He's been traveling since we saw him last with uh with his uncle Benjamin or Cold Hands, whatever you want to call him. They've been on their way somewhere, so they've got to come. I mean, they've got to come across him at some point. But Winterfell's a long way from the Wall, and Bran's a long way north of the Wall. Yeah. At that point, a couple so. a couple of people in the chat say Holland reads the man we could get in that situation too. Let's go into the live right. chat. Uh, Lady Mormont should sit on the throne. Uh, yes. What is the over under of mm. Baelish betraying Sansa after this battle? Very soon. Sansa, uh, Sansa, you know nothing, Jon Snow. And uh, Walking David says, hey, okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you, David. I will definitely check that out in a second. Appreciate that, my friend. Uh, so let's take a couple more calls here. Area code 954. 954, who are you and where are you calling from? How you doing, guys? Robert from Plantation, Florida. Hey, Robert. So, uh, rest in peace, 1-1. One, one. Oh. And uh, I love the fact that uh, that uh, Coleman went uh, Rick Grimes on Little John Umber, ripping <laughs> out his neck. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. And also, I really think the director captured the brutality of heavy cavalry inside, uh, you yes. could say, like the gridiron of... The, the battle itself, those horses smashing back and forth. That director is top-notch. Obviously did a great job last year. And the last thing I want to touch on, uh, well, second to the last thing I want to touch on, is that no matter how you cut it, Sansa screwed up. She wasted thousands of lives that could have been saved for the upcoming battles against the White Walkers or just to hold her claim of Winterfell because half the army is wiped out. Yeah, and the other thing I think anyway. is going to happen for next uh, next episode I think everybody's going to be in the set, and they re, uh, they talked about it again about the uh, cashews of uh, wildfire. When the trial goes down, I think uh, half of King's Lane is going to get burned along with uh, the yeah, people on trial. I, I oh, believe yeah. that Cersei Absolutely. is content with the prophecy that her son's going to die, she's going to die, and she's going to be happy enough that that Jaime will be Lord of Castle Rock, so the, the the heir and the line will continue. And she can take out her son and herself, maybe not herself just right away, but on her own terms and take out the high sparrow. And also if uh, Tyrell dies, uh, you know, the, the knight, if he dies, there goes their lineage too. Cause he's the last, at least in the show, he's the last one of the Tyrells to uh, be an heir. So she can get everything she wants with one big explosion inside the set, kill her enemies in one shot. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What do you think? Great. No, I th I think you make some ex excellent points there, and it's gonna be it's gonna be really exciting and to see Joe. I I want to say, uh, Katie Katie mentioned that too. Like, even if, I think too, even if Sansa did mention anything to John, even if I really don't think John and Davos and company would have changed their plans, they would have lined up for battle the next day at the same time anyway. Not for and, a complete lack of guaranteed help. And John would have con you know gone out after Rickon because he did exactly what Sansa told him not to do. But yeah, I think she still should have said something. Yes, but. I agree with that. That point, I absolutely agree with. I just understand why she didn't. And all your other points, I think are, are absolutely spot on. 
absolutely from uh, plantation. I knew someone that actually moved from here to plantation, lived there for a year, and then came back and was like, yeah, I had to uh, fly back a couple of weekends to work my old job because I couldn't find work down there. <laughs> but yeah, I knew one person that lived in plantation. Cool. Now, let's, let's take another yeah, call. If that was pussy whipped, we wouldn't fight so much about this shit. No. And uh, if you want to call me, and happily. And I would be with him because I want my man to have his own opinion. I mean, I am not. As well as be able to listen to <laughs> others that he may not agree with. So, I never listen to fucking people. Fuck that. Speaking of listening highway, to people, here is area code 847. I think this is Bill. I may be a baby now, but when I grow up, I can cook and eat you. I'll ride you still. Hello? Hey, what's going on? Is this Bill? My permission, mister. <laughs> this, is, this is Ronnie. Can you hear Ronnie? Oh, I can hear you. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Ronnie. Okay, it's me. All right. Hey, guys, I got to stand up for Katie on this one. Phil, you're, you're making the same mistake that Jon Snow made. Do it. Is you're disregarding... The, you are disregarding the woman in the room who knows what the fuck is going on. I'm, you're right. And it's Sansa, <laughs> and it's, and it's, oh, let, let the, ta- the caller talk. Because I'm, I'm going to lay it out for you, okay? I'm going to lay it out. All right, first off, Sansa's seen everything. No matter where she was, she saw how the game was played out because she was always in castles. Excuse me, caller, you're breaking up. No, keep going. Entire... Sorry. Just kidding. Keep oh, going. Halo, is that better? No, no, I was kidding. I was oh, kidding. Okay. Keep going. All right. So Sansa knows the game. She knows Littlefinger. She knows John. She knows Rob. She knows Ed. Every male in her family, the Stark family, does it the Stark way. Balls first, questions later. John would have been dead for the second time today because he doesn't listen and he doesn't pay attention to what the people around him are doing. He just thinks honor and muscle. So Sansa couldn't tell him because she knew she could not trust him, not trust him to defend or to not defend her, but trust his decisions because he was a bullheaded fucking star <laughs> like every other fucking one. And so she I fucking saved saying. the day knowing I that even, even if she did say something about Littlefinger, not knowing he would come or whether he wouldn't, at least she had a backdoor card that could be played in case her brother fucked up. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. did. Sansa mm-hmm. fucking played this from the beginning. You guys have Thank a great you. night. Excellent, excellent call, caller. I, I appreciate appreciate that call right there. So let's take our next caller. I'll let that point lay right there. And uh, do do the smartest thing I've done all night and walk away, back away <laughs> quietly from this, from this discussion. And again, talk about this on a... a the boy talk yeah, about this on the hang up you get to hang up the phone phil i yeah. get to spend the rest of the night in the yeah. room next to yeah. her hey okay here- fire breathing three-headed fucking dragon pointed at me here we go uh area code 989 you're on the air 989 oh uh, hey hey phil this is calling from michigan um hey i i've been kind of thinking um i got a couple points like and actually before i get to my point uh I was for a split second when Rickon was running. I thought Ghost was gonna jump in and take a killing blow for him, and I was just gonna be so bummed. But it didn't happen, so I was cool. Um, I'm kind of with that last caller. He's talking about Sansa, and I kind of want to add to that. Like, I think she did play it right. I, I maybe if I were here, I would have privately gotten with John and said, "Hey, I have Peter Baelish. I wrote a letter. He's got you know what is it, five thousand bail nights coming? Because if if, and John could have at least, he would have had to sacrifice men to draw Ramsey out knowing that. But the thing is, is if those knights had been there from the start, Ramsey never would have extended his position and, and been able to be charged. So he had mm-hmm. to, Sansa had to bring those knights in late. 
but I would have told John about it, so at least you're on the same page. I don't get why she didn't do that. She's got some other plans. But, I mean, that's, to me, that's the only way that works. Because otherwise, then you just retreat into Winterfell and you got a fucking siege on your hands, which could last for years. No, yeah, in, so in, fa- in, fairness, that, that, in fairness, Bill, if she, if she did plan this all out, if it was actually her, that, and it was a brilliant plan by her in the sense to to make Ramsey push all of his forces in there, knowing John was tough enough and bullheaded enough to fight that moment and then bring in the forces at the end there. Because if all the forces were up there, you're right. Ramsey probably would have just gone inside. They would have sieged up oh, and Stannis blocked the door mean. and then they wouldn't have been able to get in there. So ultimately, in fairness, her, her what I think was maybe accidental offense uh but it it ended up working out for the best in the battle well here's the thing i think that it wasn't just accidental offense on her part you gotta remember baelish is not a stupid man and baelish is in command of what what we are assuming was twenty thousand troops or some shit which are going to be chock full of uh scouts and Mm -hmm. generals Mm -hmm. and planners and all of these things so when they get word they already know that this battle is brewing, that that all the houses have been called and are are getting arms because, you know, he's got his little communication network as well. So when Sansa gets in touch with him, it's only safe to assume that he goes into planning mode and probably says to his generals, what's the best way to go about this to help? And they probably recommend, you know, let's let's come in at the end so we don't lose that many troops so we don't force them back behind the walls of Winterfell mm. so we don't have to sit up mm. here for 200 years or 220 years and and or through the winter or whatever yeah uh and and that's really fair to assume that a lot of what happened concerning Baelish's Baelish. troops wasn't just uh Sansa planning it out no. it was Baelish and his generals uh planning out the best way to go about helping out uh and helping Sansa mm-hmm. out I think maybe she was able to meet up with them or whatever, but I, I for the most part, she probably didn't have so much planning to do. She no, just had, no. you know, she she had she, her, she had her people get in touch with the right people to get in touch with the right people to make it all come together at the right time. But well, eh. it would make sense for Baelish to basically do what Ramsey did, and okay, let's throw all of those forces at them, exhaust whatever of Ramsey's forces we can okay, they all die, whatever, and then we come in, like the caller said, and, you know, at this point, Ramsey's forces are exhausted, they can't siege, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I don't think it was necessarily Sansa who planned all of this. I think she just had her information, did whatever she did with it, and then just let things fall where they would. But I would see, I can see Baelish hanging back and And letting all of that go and not giving a shit if john or whoever else dies and then coming in at the end and being the hero essentially too that's very baelish yeah stuff i didn't even consider yep i I think very very interesting i think that all was uh was baelish's plan not necessarily his plan from the beginning i think there was another caller or comment that said that uh baelish was going to come in at the end no matter what Mm. and i absolutely agree with that if he comes Uh, in at the end no matter what and just kills whoever else is alive on that yeah, battlefield whoever is left no matter which house is standing it works out in his best interest period yeah now yeah, Sansa may not have even had to write to him now this, he yeah we seem he to have, have someone no that what, might he, have a little bit of a clue in on this so let's listen to this right here Ooh. many of you have questioned my intentions for this evening 
many of you were wrong. But when I received a raven from Sansa, imploring me for my assistance, I dare not refuse her. I intend on joining our houses in marriage. No. Then, and only then, can there be peace in the North. Yes. This raven will self-destruct <laughs> and free. <laughs> no! Don't do it! God damn it. Ramsey shot it. Ramsey shot the fucking raven. Shit. I'll send another. Uh, do it. Send a fuck another. Oh, gosh. Holy crap. Okay, so let's take a couple more calls. And in about 10 minutes, guys, anyone that's on hold that we aren't getting to, the lines will reset at midnight. So uh, so I'm trying try to get a few calls in here, and then we're going to get back to our recap and finish things off here. So here we go. Area code 334. Who are you and where are you from? Hey, Phil. Oh, Emily. What's going hey, on, it's Emily? Emily. Oh, I was waiting so long. <laughs> um, I was sick, honey, but shingles. Oh, oh, the last, oh. the last few weeks, uh, weeks. So, uh, excuse, excuse my voice, but I have to say, Phil, uh, Joe, you were making a very cogent argument there in defense because I, I have. A Horrible, horrible thing. Hope you feel a lot better, Emily. Huge hugs from all of us, but we won't hug you too much because of the shingles. And uh, we ended up losing Emily there on the line. Here, let's oh, go to area so code. Good to hear from her. It was good to hear from her. And I think I know what she was saying. Uh, it, it wasn't, uh, no matter what, how you, how you slice it, there is a noble fighting and honorable fighting. And then uh. there's staying the fucking alive and doing what you have to do to make sure the most people from your tribe or house stay alive, which is what Baelish does, you know, did, uh, which is what I think they did anyway. Um, but yeah, awesome to hear from you, Emily. I'm sorry yeah. that you've been so sick and, and I uh, haven't been able to call in for the last few weeks, but much, yeah, much love to over this week and next week. Yeah, much and love to Emily yes. and uh, everyone in the chat says, don't take aspirin on shingles. Shingles are painful. Well, I would hug you even with the shingles, says uh, Clint. Lots of love to everyone from the live chat to Emily. So this is area code 214. Welcome to the show, 214. It's me, KLC here. How are you guys doing? You're tonight? sounding really good tonight, KLC. Last time you called, for some reason, your phone was sounding icky. You're sounding like very, uh, very, very good. Very good, KLC. Great to hear from you. Oh, okay, awesome. Um, all right, I'm not going to talk too much about the uh, if Sansa was in the wrong or right. I feel like it's going to be talked to death over the next it coming week. <laughs> but I'm just going to say I believe she was in the wrong. And then um, I, I love you, KLC. Sorry, keep going. I had I had other issues with this episode. Like, I I liked the episode a lot overall, but um, for like, its ass, its arbitrary scoring system, I'd give it like a 9.5.7 because I just felt like there were like some pacing issues, particularly with Marine. Like they're in the middle of the battle and then it randomly cuts to Daenerys and Yara making each other wet. You know, like I just thought that was completely random and kind of out of no, place. The battle was over. But I thought it was pretty good overall. 
No, good, good, was over good stuff, KLC. Awesome stuff. Great to hear from you, buddy. We're going to flash through a couple quick calls. I think, okay, sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, but, uh, but I, I think, I think it was over. We're, we'll get to that scene and talk about it eventually. Uh, just yeah. a couple more quick calls. Eric code 716. Welcome 716. Hey, what's going on guys? It's Jim from Buffalo. Hey Jim. Welcome. Hey, uh, I, I just had a question. Did I, did Tormund go with his inner Mike Tyson or did he go with his inner Rick Grimes when he, when he bit, uh, you know, small John Umber? I, I, I didn't know. Did he take an ear off? Did he take the neck off? I, I didn't know. We're going to go with, oh, we're going to go I, with this whole portion, neck and the see, ear. I thought, yeah, I thought it was the throat, so all but of this, I couldn't really tell. All of that right there. Uh, maybe even size of torment we'll go with all of this right here so so i think the consensus yeah. is <laughs> he's, he's a big man. the consensus is more rick grimes than mike tyson because yeah. in yeah. fairness yeah. to mike tyson evander holyfield was headbutting him that whole fucking fight i'd bite his ear off too yep. uh, and elbowing him and, and elbowing him a little bit of ear that he took off he didn't yeah. take the whole ear he bit, no, I, he bit and, my and, ear and that he bit ref needed to ears. say something that ref needed to to dock that was judged that was Judge Mills Lane, Joe. Judge Mills Lane yep. fucked that up because he was. He was getting away with a lot of cheap shit. It was almost like a wrestling match, that fight. Yeah. It was bullshit. And if I were, if I were Mike Tyson, Don't he bit it. the wrong person's fucking ear. He should have ran after fucking Judge Mills Lane and bit that motherfucking ear off. Or elbowed him in the face and said, you fucking like it? Fucking call a fair fight, you fucking bastard. Yep. See, Damn. See, guys. Damn, that was see, disgusting. guys, if we can't rant on an episode, Joe will find a reason to rant. Area code 404. You're on the air, 404. What's going Mike on? Tyson, I took that for you. You got robbed. You got gypped. Uh, not much. Um, I don't know how much of the show I missed, but uh, I guess I wanted to know what y'all thought of the show overall and what y'all think was coming next. Awesome. Next, it's it seems like the next episode is going to be a lot of Cersei's trial in the next episode. What I think of this episode in general, it's one of my favorite episodes of Game of Thrones. I think I can speak for Joe and Katie, too. I think all three of us yeah. really enjoyed this episode. It's not quite, I don't think, Joe's favorite of the season. He, he says the door is his favorite. I would say it's probably it's close, but it's, yeah. it's close up mm -hmm. there. So let's let's kick over. This is area code four one three. Area code four one three. Welcome to the show. Hello, Phil, Joe, and Katie. Hope everyone's doing well. Welcome, um, Al, Red Sox fan. Thank you. The John should have asked Sansa like what she knew about Ramsey and his personality. But hmm. their military plan, if I remember correctly, was quite sound. They were going to let mm -hmm. the Boltons come out to them collapse their center, and basically surround them. They had drawn uh, dug pits on both sides so they couldn't get surrounded. Where they made the mistake, and you guys have been talking about it, was John went out, you know, yep. they sucked them into mm -hmm. the, Ramsey sucked them into what, the, what exactly. he wanted to do. But they should have listened to Sansa to the point that, what's his personality? You know, what can we expect from him? But also, I think there's a lot of blood on Sansa's hand because they could have, she could have still said to John, like I think a caller mentioned it in private. She could have went to John, listen, I'm going to have the veil. We're mm. trying to get the veil to come up. We can leave them in the background, and they could have still ambushed them. You yes. know. So, but anyway, great job, guys, and uh, I will listen to the rest of the show. Take care, everyone. Well, lots of love to Al, Red Sox fan. And yeah. uh, here we no, go. I just want to say that, that my point is I defend Sansa and get emotional about it. But I do not think that she was completely right in this situation, nor was anyone else. I think everyone made bad decisions that made everything happen so pivotal. 
it, and so I, I just, I understand where she was coming from. I understand where John was coming from and they just both made bad decisions instead of communicating with each other on both ends. Neither of them had effective communication and that's why it ended the way it did. And let's take a couple, a uh, couple more calls. We've got two minutes left on this run. So area code five, one, four, what's going on? Five, one, four. Hey, this is Drew from Montreal. How are you doing, Phil? Doing great, Drew. How are you, yeah, my friend? what's your name and where are you from? <laughs> I, I'm Andrew from Montreal. Good. To- Everybody calls me. <laughs> I got. I just wanted to quickly say so you guys are doing a fantastic job. Loving, loving what you guys are doing. Uh, but my, my, I had two questions for you, and I wanted to know uh, prediction-oriented uh, questions. One, uh, curious to know what your thoughts were on the idea of our last episode. Now that we're rounding up to it, um, do you guys think that our big cliffhanger is going to be the, the falling of the wall? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my first question. 90 and seconds. secondly, or, or better, actually, let me just shut the fuck up and let hear what you guys think about that. Um, I think our cliffhanger is going to be something that we don't even, we haven't even thought of yet. I think it's going to be, uh, something white Walker oriented of some yeah, sort. It's be. We, we, or, be- or I think our cliffhanger is going to be Danny heading off to Westeros. Yep. I was going to say that. I was going to say uh, one of those two things for sure. And s- second half of your question. Yeah, second second part. Uh, one of those conspiracy theory ideas out seconds. there floating around. The idea, and and there's been a few things said that kind of lead us there. Uh, the idea of Sansa possibly being pregnant, and if that's so, uh, add that to to what we know uh, uh, or has already transpired. Her her holding holding back uh, the information, you know, from John. Uh, regarding Littlefinger, you know. Um, so now, Mike, I'm, I'm curious to know if, if indeed uh, there is any truth to the idea of her being pregnant yep. with Ramsey's kid, right? Um, do you guys feel that that is an added leg up for someone like Littlefinger, who ultimately uh, we know already already sees her as you know the ten cat, seconds, right? Um, and and potentially can use it militarily for his gain. Um, oh, sorry, I ended up. It was going to cut you off in like two seconds anyway. So I just wanted to uh, wanted to do that. I think that Littlefinger is going to use everything in his disposal. Mm. I think Littlefinger is a master of knowing knowledge and knowing information, and anything he can use to his advantage, he'll use. And the fact that she's pregnant has the heir to Winterfell. I think is even more of a reason why he'll try to marry her and try to manipulate that and repay the favor. What do you guys think? I agree with you. I'm I'm just stuck on the. Th- I hope she's not pregnant with a bullpen. Yeah, uh, that, his... oh, that's a line that needs to be stricken out of the world. <laughs> right, there's things that that lead to credence to this theory. Uh, one was the line she delivered a while ago. I mentioned it earlier about feeling him inside her. What he did to her inside her still, yeah. and then with her her lines tonight about wiping the Bolton name off the face of the earth. But with killing him, she's essentially done that. I really hope mm-hmm. they don't make it a pregnancy thing. I don't no. see him ever having actually, you know, maybe had ever actually had vaginal sex with him everybody seems to think their wedding night was a forced sodomy so we're gonna go with that they never had vaginal sex at least with his penis maybe with uh you know somebody else's or his dogs or whatever objects or whatever cruel awful things that you can think of yeah i I think that that's where uh 
it lays. I don't think she, no, they're, yeah. they're going to have this. Uh, she's pregnant with the Ramsey Bolton bloodline really shit. Oh, and if cool. and if that is, I think we're going to have. Uh, you know, she's One. already pledged to wipe the the name from the face of the earth. So I I wouldn't <laughs> see good things. People in the chat. People right. in the chat, Joe. His dogs, no doggy style sodomy. Joe, ew, Joe, Joe. I don't. I would usually this be isn't... with you, but he's talking about Ram. Right, and this stuff isn't it, from like, my it, mind. Yeah, this yeah. was all from you, MFC, from back when this all oh. happened in the first place. All right. <laughs> People, <laughs> this was my idea. It was all yours. Whatever. Usually. I and the middle name at him and everything. <laughs> and just a quick, just a quick warning. A couple of people say that the text line might be bouncing back your text, and I'm really sorry about that. But I think uh, it may. I, I am getting some text, so uh, so yes, I hope that is. Uh, here, let's get a Danny giving Yara those fuck me, uh, fuck my tits eyes. Yes, I just got that text oh, right there. That was so fucking great. Well, I, what the fuck? Hey, she's down. What the fuck? I think Danny was amused by her. I think yes. it was Yara giving the. I, I would totally. Fuck now the, the, our next one and, is. And words. What the fuck? Out, Sansa totally could have saved him. all those lives if she had just been honest with John. The pile of bodies uh, made nonsense. Dan and Dave said that they heard. Well, that was. D and awesome D said that they heard the bodies piling like it was the Civil War. Yeah, because they had guns. Arrow fire isn't going to drop that many people into one spot. Says uh, the caller from New Jersey. Just, I'm just gonna. If what? if you're keeping the same range, if you're if you're all piling at a center point. And the archers have mm -hmm. have range on that center point. They're going to keep taking down in that spot. The forces are going to keep clashing in the middle, or they may even like, you know, the line moves in a fight mm. like that. It doesn't just stay solid in the center. But if it does, you would have piling bodies like that. Maybe yeah. not to the point that it was. That did seem a little bit kind of strange to me, but it also seemed a little realistic. I, I think, I mean, arrows aren't necessarily going to kill all of the people they but hit, the but it will take them down. They get trampled Which we saw and every, everyone there was just kind of swinging, stabbing and jamming into the ground, killing everything they possibly right. could. Right, you just kill so, everything next to you. So, yeah, I, the pilot bodies did, it made sense to me. So let's, let's get, let's it get, awesome. let's get there. So, uh, <laughs> so getting back into our recap, where we're at is our, the Davos and Tormund scene. They're talking about demons. It's just a really good scene where they're comparing Stannis with hilarious. Stannis with uh, Mance, and it's a really good back and forth between the two of them. As uh, Tormund wants to get him drunk, but Davos is like, "I don't want to go drunk." So then we get to see John and Mel together. Oh, I shit my brains well, out alone and in then the we, somewhere. Then we get to see sour goat milk. Then we get to see John and Mel together, and she he says, "I order you not to bring me back," and she says, "Tough shit. I don't. I, I don't really have any control of that. It was the Red God that brought you back. The Red God sucks. Yeah, the Red God sucks." And they have this like this discussion about that it's a funny conversation between the two of them if i had a pick a least favorite scene in the episode maybe that was my least favorite scene but i still loved it but it was just kind of a throwaway like don't bring me back oh you gotta come back you have something to do okay i'll have stuff to do so our next scene is the Davos walking in the snow. It's another one of the trailer shots we get to see. Uh, Caitlin mentioned how beautiful cinematically this scene was, and it really was. He eventually finds the 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 toy that he made for her and uh, the toy stag that he gave to Shireen, and uh, he sees it, kind of figures it all out in a moment. We see it. We're not told it. It just all happens in a moment. Katie mentioned this earlier, and she's absolutely right. It was really an excellent way of just just establishing how Davos felt in this moment with just finding it looking at it you saw everything you needed to see I'm surprised you didn't go and choke out Melisandre right then and there yeah I was kind of surprised at that too 
So then let's just get through this final section of Marine before we get into our huge battle. We get into this scene right here, which is, which is Tyrion and Riki. We're Tyrion. You're making jokes about my height, I seem to recall. <laughs> Everyone who makes a joke about a dwarf's height thinks he's the only person ever to make a joke about a dwarf's height. And and he won't give he won't give this up. He just keeps uh, keeps on the attack on Theon, little Reeky boy. Well, do you remember? Do you remember that same visit? He uh he goes and talks to John, and he's calling John the bastard and everything, and gives John that that uh that speech about wearing it as armor and everything. And Bolton in this episode tries to throw that same shit at John right before the battle hey hey troy so it was interesting that Tyrion then invokes that that kind of that same Attack. episode yeah. i think uh and bastards and broke it yeah so so yeah, yes so they go back and forth but then and but ultimately in the beyond this there's like two or three different scenes going on in this moment which is excellent we have the scene between uh daenerys and yara that's going on back and forth and they're having a conversation that has nothing to do with what Tyrion's saying Tyrion is just straight up attacking theon and just won't let up just is going straight ahead no Theon can't be trusted, but and but Danny understands who the Ironborn are, and ultimately says that, oh, okay, you have a hundred ships. Why wouldn't I go with Euron? And and Yara says, because he wants to have you with his big cock. Big cock. His, his cock. big cock. And then Danny smiles, and they kind of do a little flirty back and forth. Yara knows how to flirt in the proper situation. Uh, it's it's a really good moment where Danny goes, hmm, possibilities. Ultimately, what comes out of it is Danny says she's going to use the 100 ships. That's just enough. We have just about enough now with what we took from the ma Masters and this. Screw that Euron guy. We're going to go. We're going to head down to Westeros with all you people. We'll support you as leader of the Iron Islands. But you got to stop pirating. You got to stop pirating, raping, and pillaging, and doing everything that Ironborn do. You, you got to stop that shit. But that's our way of life. And Yara, Yara agrees. Is Yara bullshitting her there? No, I think uh, she. After, okay, she. This is supposed to be like kind of after the battle, right? Because yeah, this uh, is after the battle. The battle's mm -hmm. not going on, and her ships made it yeah. into the bay, apparently. Yeah. So the battle's over, and they're talking. And honestly, I think she has to have seen what just happened there, uh, or at least has been told about the fact that three dragons came out and burned, started burning shit, and all this. I don't think she's going to be bullshitting Danny. I don't think she looks at this as an opportunity. Everything that came out of her mouth was straight shooter shit. Like, yeah. uh, she didn't try to lie. She didn't try to like split hair. She was herself. She, yeah. she wasn't trying to like bite her tongue in how she spoke. She was, she was being, she was being Yara and she was being ironborn. And, mm -hmm. uh, even when she said, you know, like, and I suppose it's all you want. And she was like, ah, don't don't forget about helping me murder my uncles. They're yeah. those bastards. You and know, then, like, yeah. straightforward. And then Yara yeah. and and Danny share a thought about how they both have crazy fucking fathers that do stupid things and awful dads. And then Danny says that she's like, Danny. Danny basically is like, listen, Daddy, I want it all. She's like, give me a party. I want it all. She just basically is is uh, says that I'm going to use you. You guys are going to help me. We're going to conquer the world. God. You're on my side, and you know maybe I'll enjoy you, Yara. 
and we're gonna make the world a better place than we found yes. it. unlike our fathers who made it a worse one we're gonna yeah. do it it's gonna be a happy time it's gonna be a happy time <laughs> happy 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 time yeah. so strong alliance there do we think that urine is euron is going to show up in the next episode <laughs> Do, will will urine, <laughs> urine? Yeah, stop. Let's stop talking about what uh what uh t how Theon pees here. But uh, do we think that uh the other Greyjoy that Uncle Uncle oh, Urine like will be showing up before at in the next episode by the end of? I think oh. maybe I think maybe that other Greyjoy was the was the one that performed the ceremony. They just didn't they just didn't come out and say it. Oh no, I yeah, think, that that uh, was Theon's uncle. Yeah, Theon's other uncle. But I mean I mean do you yeah, think so yeah. do you think that Euron's going to catch up with them before they leave Marine to head to Westeros? Will he will he cut them off or will we not see Euron until next season? Or yeah, maybe we have a naval battle on the way there because Euron is getting rejected by Danny and he's got his thousand new ships that he wants to. Well, but the I mean how long does it take to build the ships and how long right. has it been? Years. Like, come on. I, that's yeah. Fucking. I like someone in the comments made, made it a point to say like they're not just going to build a thousand ships. Damn they're going to build some, Fear, thank and you, then Chris. they're going to go steal the rest. Yep. Oh yeah, yes. Because they are point. pirates. Urine and Phil both have the magic horn. Yes, we do. Battle at sea, the beginning of next season. I, I could definitely deal with that. Oh, yeah, I, th I think yeah, I think that would, that be, would be, be a great first. Yes. I think that would be fantastic to see. Mm -hmm, it's something Game mm -hmm. of Thrones hasn't done. We haven't seen a huge naval <sighs> battle. Um. It makes all it actually kind of makes a lot of sense. And I I think I'm thinking about that. I mean, we kind of get a naval battle with the Battle of the Blackwater, but not really. That's a siege on the castle, and there is yeah, some it's, naval it's shit, but, quick but this could be like a really epic thing that comes down boats for us. Boats against boats. Wow. Yes, fleet against fleet. I like it. So let's I, take I'm a, excited for that. I'm gonna take a couple questions from the Discord. This is from Sir Alec von Lichtenstein. If and thank you, Sir Alec von Lichtenstein, for your recent donation. Really appreciate that. <laughs> if not, uh, God, here's an incredible moment when the Stark spanners were hung over the walls of Winterfell, and oh, let's all get hyped for next beautiful. week when we get to see the direwolf spinning on Winterfell in the opening credits. Also, quick shout out yeah. to Timo's incredible eulogy. All hail Sansa, Queen of the North. And this is <laughs> this is from Kit. Hey Phil, I have a question. I was wondering what wasn't the reason why Sansa didn't tell John about Peter Baelish is because Peter did something and John doesn't like Peter so Sansa is like hmm better not tell him she can't just keep a secret like that from him to be honest how could she benefit by keeping a secret I think you're on to I missed a lot of that. Like, what was it that Peter did that John wouldn't like Peter for? What, I was, what, I, what I was just about it? to say is I don't know how much John actually knows about Littlefinger to be to me be, either no. like i'm not sure we've seen john get any kind of news about little finger or word from little finger or promises no. broken by little finger like I, this, i'm not sure i i can see any any kind of contact whatsoever between the two of them which makes me wonder why would maybe she's worried about davos knowing little finger but then even there i don't think there's too much history to no, know about I just don't like think she trusts little finger mm-hmm I don't know. Love, love. Okay, I'd fuck Littlefinger. Uh, I mean, I'd fuck Sansa. Hashtag fuck Sansa. Oh. Uh, HBO's Game of Thrones only watchable show right now. They've fallen off. Will Sansa marry Littlefinger giving him Winterfell? Or will she try to bring Sweet Robin back against him? I'm thinking she's going to try to bring Sweet Robin up back against him. Okay, so, so here we go. Let's get into our recap, and then we're going to get the phone lines and take all your calls that are on hold before the end of the show. And then we're going to any of the voicemails or texts we didn't get to. We're going to get to one of our feedback shows this week so here we go then it's battle time and john's first to enter the scene in this corner 
the bastard from Winterfell, Jon Snow. He's the first to enter. We see some house banders. We see the giant. We see the free folk. Davos is there. Jon's in there. He looks real cool. Then we see the burning flayed folk in the distance and it's burned bodies. We don't know who they are. It's not necessarily clear. Maybe Stannis men, maybe mm. not. We see the flayed man banners saunter on in. And then cue in this corner, Ramsey Bolton. And he's got someone on a leash. What's he got with him? He's got a little leash. A he's going on and he's got a pet. Yeah, Katie, he's got a pet. And he's coming in with a the... puppy. He's got to come into the horse. He's got to look at what I got. And uh, John is like, what the fuck? And for some reason, John got off his horse to walk closer to look to get back on his horse. But anyways, he gets off his horse. He walks towards to kind of look to see what's going on. And we see it's Rickon as uh, as John gets off his horse. And Ramsey gives his whole line that we heard in the trailer. You like games, little man? I got a game for you. Run to your brother. If you get to back to your brother, you're okay. And, and, and Rickon runs away in a straight line. No zigging or zagging going on. What's so fucking ever? Just runs in a straight line as Rick. As Ramsey starts missing him on purpose and with a smile on his face, like, yep, I'm gonna miss he's him. also he's also ranging. Uh, and that's there weren't any. I just mm. saw there weren't any other bodies on those uh, other uh, uh, X's that were burning. It was just the one body. And those are also oh. for ranging for your uh, archers. You put those out so the archers uh, already know the range. Those, and they they know how far of a distance it is. Okay, fair fair <laughs> enough. So Rickon runs away. Arrows one arrow almost hits him, and they make it look like it's going to be the arrow that hits him. Waiting. Uh, Ramsey's waiting for impact with a smile on his face and one more and he's about to get to John John jumps jumps on the horse goes towards him he's about to get to him oh my god it looks like they're going to be reunited but no Rickon gets a arrow right in the back another dead Stark splat the heart yep John is John is sad He's very sad, and, Tor and Tormund starts yelling no, but John Don't decides to it. charge the whole Bolton army himself. So John, being Yay, the brightest John. guy in the world, charges the whole Bolton army himself. Rather than just turning around and going back because you know you're going to fight them in five minutes anyway. No, no, no. He's going to Rather do than doing what Sansa said, not doing what, yeah. what Ramsey wants. He killed them. Obviously, to pull you out. Don't let him get your nerves. And he gets, and he gets his go. Gonna, I mean, yeah. So then we know he's going to. Then we flash to slow motion horses riding ahead as as we're about to get everything going. The arrows are raining in. Ramsey's like set, sending the cavalry now. John gets up and he looks up and sees the horses coming from the Bolton forces and he just sees them like he's just ready to take his defeat. Pulls out Longclaw, get the sword, gets ready as the music comes in. He's right about to get killed and uh, bam! Comes There's the a couple of really, really great shots oh, yeah. in this. There's a uh, First off, after he gets up off the ground with all the arrows around him, he the, the right before that, when Ramsey says to let the horses go, you can see the horses start charging down, and there's a shot that's all their chests and bottom bottoms of the faces of the horses just riding hard. When John rises off the ground, stunned from oh, falling, ride it hard, baby. Sorry. Yeah, he yeah he does, he looks up and he just sees all these horses, and it it kind oh, of pans yeah. over, circles around behind John. So we see what John's seeing and the horses come into focus and the absolute look on John's face of, uh, Oh shit. Uh, what did I do? Yeah. I, I, ah, oh, fuck. I, yeah. I was yelling at it. it was like, <laughs> yep. 
yep you should have listened to the girl yeah it was crazy crazy stuff and and he's going down and i mean and ramsey doesn't care about hitting his own man davos cares about hitting his own man john's doing his battle thing dodging arrows kind of similar to a very similar similar visual to what happened in hard home where you where you come from john snow's perspective almost like a third person video game like legend of zelda with john starring john snow as it's like a cool hang angle like right behind him as we're following him through through the battle, like a crazed man killing people, jumping up on horses, knocking fuckers off horses, uh, just just destroying people, and then eventually we get that trope of war. He's really lucky. He's getting he's really getting lucky. Really lucky. He's not even really dodging. They're just the arrows are landing around him as he's getting knocked down. Uh, horses that are about to like charge into him that we see coming from a distance get taken out by other charging horses. There is such great shots of the mayhem of battle mm-hmm. as John oh, kind of yeah. stumbles around in the middle and like every now and then focusing on someone that's coming at him enough to kill him or to realize, ah, fuck, and then be saved by something mm. phenomenal. Like these just incredible action shots in these fights yeah. and this fight scene that I've never seen it like most of the time Braveheart had a lot like for example had a lot of great battle scenes and mm-hmm. everything but even in the long shots if you really kind of look at the soldiers in the background all you see is like them going like this with their swords yeah. like just yeah yeah this had a lot more than just that going someone on. said it in the li- up someone and, said and- it in the live chat Joe it's John's also running around there like he doesn't give a shit about living or dying he's just running through like a man that has died it just doesn't give a shit and he's yeah. kind of he's kind of going with that crazy he's going with that crazy strength and in the background in the yeah, background guys in the background guys I heard this song playing the whole time <laughs> and I don't know I don't know what that was but it's just in the background I keep hearing uh for some reason. So John's doing his battle thing, coming in there, dodging arrows, chopping fuckers down, swinging a sword to like a third-person video game. As uh, as we follow John into the battle, killing cra- killing a crazy man. It's fun to see John go nuts like this again. It's really really fun stuff. So as we see, then we get that uh, that cliche in in wars that we have. Like any war battle, you see anytime you need to see this one thing where everything just goes quiet for a second and yep. it goes silent and then we see ramsey keep yelling loose loose or was he saying roos 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 oh he's no, saying loose no, he... <laughs> loose 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 so ramsey's looking slightly concerned because he sees john snow like chopping up all of his men but he knows he's got more guys and we just see this mo- forming this mountain of dead man as davos goes it's no point sitting back here with arrows that we're charge. not gonna fucking yep. fake people we might as well charge then so Davos decides to charge, and also in the same situation, the Umbers start to head in as well. And uh, and John is about to get get killed, and Tormund shows up and kills him. And here comes the Free Folk and one one. But the Bolton Shield Wall starts forming and kind of forms the Star Wars trash compactor around them, mm-hmm. and they get visually boxed in. And the Boltons just keep heading in like the trash trash compactor. Pile of bodies on one side and all around. Uh, the 180 degrees around them from the pile of bodies is uh, a wall of shields it's and like an bodies. Iron, yeah, like they, seven they did deep. a circular Iron Maiden is what I thought of immediately. Yeah, shield Just wall. closing in on them with the spikes. Iron yep. Maiden, excellent. Indiana Jones room. <laughs> ooh, ooh. So, and they came at him good. And it's, yeah, it's well, it was this point that John was on the ground and there were all these shots of John getting trampled. Yep. Which is which is how you kind of oh, right, like right, this right, is right. what explains yeah. this pa- massive pile of dead bodies because not just anybody that got 
that that uh, was injured or killed that's on this dead pile. There's no, there's all sorts of people getting people trampled. And all they the were time. Mo- and they were really mostly and they were mostly Bolton soldiers. John killed like most of those people. Yep. And oh yeah, and and then they're trapped in a they're trapped in, in their boxed in as the Boltons keep heading in in the trash compactor. And then the Umbers come in, and then we see one one trying to oh, smash and Tormund trying to smash as, as well. It's ah. fucking awesome. I'm getting I'm fucking exploding all over the place. Then we see Ramsey's perspective looking at everything. It's just an amazing shot. And then we see one one tearing people in half. Tormund says uh, he can't get anywhere, fall back, and they keep trying to back up as they're pushing in more and more and more. Then we see Great John and John about to fight, or Little John and John about to fight. But it ends up this is where John ends up on the ground, and we get then we get Tormund and Great and John and the other John fighting, and it's flashing between the two of them fighting and John under this great pile, like the pig pile underneath, trying to find his way up. And it's just uh, over it's, a dead horse. It's shot so well as he's slipping. You can hear his breath trying to get through there, him gasping uh, for air. The music rises as he gets up, and we pan out. And we just see the shot of all the people. Then we go back to Ramsey. We see John seeing one one fighting, but just tons of arrows getting in him. Tormund of fighting back and forth. And uh, Tormund eventually bites John. We talked about this before. Full, goes full Rick Grimes on him. And what, what's Rick Grimes have to say about this, guys? What's Rick Grimes? I know it's been a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been a while, Rick Grimes. Tell us what you got to say, buddy. I know it's been a while. And I know you all haven't heard from me. <laughs> Sorry. I just had a little bit of a tip on my throat, but... Rick! You I just wanted to say that I completely support what Tormund did. Clint says Rick Grimes sucks. Biting into that Lord Umber's neck. He did what he had to do to survive. Carl! John hid under a dumpster of dead bodies. That's what we all have to do. Dumpster of dead horses. Yeah, dead fucking horses. I don't know if they're out there. <laughs> fucking Tormund Mike Tyson, Tim, or or uh, Rick Grimes, Tim, whatever you want to look at, however you want to look at it. So just then, they're about. It's a big fucking situation, and right as there as shit's about to come down, you hear a horn in the background, and da 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 da. Gandalf the fucking White is here with the Veil forces. I mean, yeah. Sansa's here with with Littlefinger. And they're here to save the day, and John sees her, and she kind of looks down at John and sneers at him a little bit. At least I know I'm reading into it. But anyways, <laughs> she kind of looks down at him or smiles at him and says, "I'm here to help you, John. Let's win." And see then we what I did then see what I did, and then we get the umbers. Or I'm sorry, I didn't tell you about this, but here you go. However, you want to analyze what she was thinking in that moment. Oh, and we see the umbers, and the umbers fucking get killed, and then yeah. we. The Vale soldiers come in and just start smashing Boltons to shreds. John yeah. climbs his way out of the ruckus to see uh, Longshanks fleeing the battlefield. I mean, to see Ramsey <laughs> fleeing the battlefield. Yeah, and what a pit. Oh, just fucking yeah, runs away. Yeah, fucking Longshanks. Oh, no. Retreat. And Ramsey looks. Who hides behind his gleeful sadism? Yep. And Ramsey now looks scared as John and Tormund and One One all my yeah. my giant my axe and my sword all <laughs> climb through the battle. 
and they start chasing after Ramsey on foot and they make it back there within seconds after Ramsey. You got to figure the giant put him on its back there. Yeah, giant piggyback. Yeah, giant piggyback. So we see John running after Ramsey. Why does the giant take so long then to make it to the frickin' battle? (laughs) She just, as Ren says, she she shows up with that self-satisfied smirk on her face. Yes. Like he started charging with everybody else but didn't show up for like ever. Oh my gosh. What's this? What are you going to say here? Oh, oh, sorry. That was some a, a caller over there. Sorry, hit the wrong button there. So Ramsey says, uh, one one in John come all there. And then Ramsey gets back to Winterfell and he's like, Listen, dude, I don't know what the fuck just happened. What happened, Ramsey? All we have to do is wait. Yeah, let's lock the door. So they try to lock the door and he goes, let's just wait it out. They can't, they can't, they wasted all their forces. I don't have an army. They don't have an army. Let's just sit here and we'll be all right. So they close the door and one, one goes, no. And one, one breaks that shit down, but he takes like tons of arrows. I wasn't joking about this. He looks like a fucking chia pet by the end of all this. He's just covered from head to toe with arrows, arrows and spears, arrows and spears. He finally gets through the door and he comes in and everyone comes in. John comes in too and torment. And he goes down to like, one knee and John looks at him and it kind of pauses for a second and then one last arrow comes in and shoots him right in the head and that we look and it was a this was the one moment where I almost agree with you Joe uh, in the sense of it was one last evil thing we needed Ramsey to do at the end here in the sense of with Marin Trent, like Marin Trent couldn't be a dick enough. We needed him to molest little girls just to make him that evil. We needed, <laughs> right. we needed to have, one more thing. we needed Ramsey to just thing. kill Tormund too. He just killed Rickon. He fucking killed Sha- or didn't, he didn't kill Shaggy Dog. Kill, uh, and then we, I'm saying he's killed a lot of people, done a lot of horrible things. They needed right. one last thing for him to do. He needed to be the one responsible for killing yeah. one one too. Yeah. So he shoots one one in the head with the arrow, and then he goes. Then Ramsey very fun funnily says, "Hey, uh, remember the remember that time where you suggested a one on one fight? I've reconsidered. Let's do it that Such way." I would have been okay with John just saying loose and everybody shooting him. Yeah, and I really would have been okay with that. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, what? What? You think you get a moment now? You think you have some sort of thing now? No, Loose. He's, he's now a pathetic and very bad clown. <laughs> Let him perform. And and then Ramsey, <laughs> yeah, Ramsey performs like the joke again, as uh, Carmine always calls him, the Joker of Westeros, and he's just yep. he's smiling. Yep. And, ah, fucking take me down. And he goes, fine, let's fight. And then he tries to fire arrows at John, and John. Like who has who's really Block quick reflexes just blocks the shields, blocks the arrows, blocks the arrows again, blocks the arrows one more time, and then just pummels the living shit out of him. If he shield bash to the throat, boom, and Bish just starts out. smacking him, smacking him, smacking him, smacking him, smacking him, smacking him, is about about to kill him, just like beat him to death. And Sansa shows up. And for some reason at that point, John backs away. I'm gonna choose to believe that John backed away because he's like. Sansa deserves deserves this. Yeah. She this that's, yeah, that's how this one's thinking. hers. That's how I read that scene. I was like, John's like, I'd be very happy to kill this fucker, but you you this one's yours. Take this one, sis. Yeah. And do you, what you will. Girl. Yeah, do what you will with him. And they so he backs away, and then we get the highlight of the episode, the Bolton banner being thrown the fuck down of Winterfell, oh. and the Stark banner is risen. So, on the walls yeah. of Winterfell on the, once again, yep. and where it belongs. 
Davos. Then over to Davos, looking at Mel at Winterfell, we see John seeing Rickon's body. He says he's going to be buried in the crypts. Sansa says to John, "Where is he? Where is Ramsay? Where the fuck mm-hmm. is he?" As we cut to Ramsay in the cell, all beat up and all fucked up, and he is looking at Sansa, <laughs> fucking smiling. Yep. Still smiling. <laughs> ah, my pretty bride's come to see me. Yeah. Hello. Oh, hello. Man. Hello, hello. What's up, Ramsey? What's going on, buddy? And he goes, listen. Is this where I'll be staying now? <laughs> Is this where I'll be staying now? Smiling his face the whole time. And she just gives him a no fucker. You're dead. And he goes, oh, okay. And we talked a lot about this earlier. She says something like, uh, you're, uh, I'm always part of you right now you're not going to get away with this. And Sansa goes, no, you're, come on, I don't give a shit. Your house is dead. Everything, you're dead. Your family burned to the ground. And then she calls, over me. she calls one of the hounds over. She goes, come on over, buddy. And it's Ramsey's hounds. And he goes, they'll never attack me. And she goes, and she uses his words against him where he goes, you make a hungry dog, you know, a, a dog will turn on you. I love my cats. I love my dog. But I have no doubt that if they were hungry enough, they'd eat me. They would eat us. Oh, yeah. Yes. They'd eat I mean, me in a I'm fucking dead, I hope second. I they do if they need to. Yeah, if they need to. If I'm dead. Fucking easy. Fuck it. Eat my corpse until someone shows up to feed you. Just yep. wait till I'm dead. Yep. That's and, all I ask. And then here we go. Bam, bam, bam. Ramsey is eaten to death by the motherfucking dog. Sansa smiles, turns away, walks out. That is the end of our episode. I felt... I felt a little ripped off by that. Uh, we only got the one bite mm. on the on the face of Ramsey. I would have, and then like the twitching, bloodied hand. Yeah, I really, I, I was glad we got to see the reaction of Sansa and her watching it mm-hmm. and really absorbing uh, what was going on with those dogs and Ramsey at that moment. But I wish we could have seen that, and I felt a little bit ripped off by that. Yep. Let's okay. jump in the live chat for a second. Uh, someone says. Uh, uh, Z-Tree says, nah, she ain't pregnant. It's been too long. Fuck Rickon. He should have zigged and zagged. Phil, when will the 1-1 one, one versus Hodor door off? P. Doorball oh. 217. 2017. They can't both be there. Oh, I missed the opportunity. Sansa should have whistled. My cat, yes. My dog, no. My cat's always a cunt. Agreed, Joe. <laughs> and and I absolutely agree with, uh, with, with uh, it's been too long. You're right. You got to remember, yeah, uh, yeah. Theon escaped Winterfell with... Uh, Sansa mm. and Theon had to make his way all the way from very far north of Winterfell, all the way back to the Iron Islands. Have all that shit that went on in the Iron Islands. Get all those fucking boats, sail his ass all the way over to the fucking Marine, and now be dealing with Danny in this time period. No, there's no. Yeah, she, she, would, would she would be way showing. showing at this point. Yeah. Here we got a. So, we, no, we got let's an. Get e- off this we got uh, an Danny. email from Tom. From right. Tom. Uh, this is from Tom. Sorry for the late email, but I figured I'd throw in my two cents about this topic. In my opinion, I think he honestly didn't know the full extent of Ramsey's psychosis and general cruelty. If he had yeah. spies going around mm-hmm. gathering about Littlefinger, this is about Littlefinger. If he had spies going around gathering information, I think he would have had them mm-hmm. in the South gathering info on the greater threats in the South, like the Lannisters, Tyrells, the big political. Pl- players i don't think he would have had the north because the north doesn't like to take part in the southern politics even if he did have spies in the north he wouldn't have cared about a bastard in that type of situation thank you for reading this email i'm pretty new viewer love your work have a good evening thank you tom all very good points correct very good point so let's take our last phone calls of the evening we see uh got one two three four people in the area code nine seven three three four seven seven one five and eight one six if you guys want to call in this is our last uh 
burst of calls at 914-205-5689. We'll take some calls here. If you left a voicemail or text message, we'll be on one of the feedback shows. Probably going to do a few more than just the single feedback show between this week. I'm going to come on to a solo cast. Maybe some other friends will be joining me, and then Joe and I will be on our Thursday show as well for the feedback show. I won't show. oversleep this time. Yes, I'm Joe, sorry. Joe will try not to oversleep this time. I will not do a no-call, no-show to my job. Yes, yes. So here we go. Uh, this is area code 973. Uh, who are you and where are you calling from? Area code 973. You are on the air with us. What's going on? Hey, Phil. How you doing, man? Love your show. Every time I watch Game of Thrones, I call in. and well, I don't call in. I sit down and I start watching your show. Thank you. And love the chat. And that some of the people will be writing is funny as hell. Great show. Um, I just wanted to bring up a quick little item that I've noticed. So you notice every single direwolf that has died, the owner ends up dying? Yes. The only one that's still alive is, is Sansa, right? But yeah. How long do you think that's going to last? I really think Little Singer is going to fuck her over in the future. What do you mm. think about that? Uh, I, it's very, very interesting point in the sense of, I don't know if that, I mean, I guess some people have said with Bran that, uh, Summer died and Bran ceased to be Bran and now he's the three-eyed raven. So in a way that Bran Stark did die. Um, I think it with Sansa, you could say that her innocence, her strength, her starkness died for a while and she needed to find it again. I'm not sure if it's as simple as the dire wolves die, the Starks die. No, no, I don't think it no. is. I don't think that. I think that that's something that the fans have always kind of wanted to tie together. That yeah. if one, they, the wolves and the kids are are interwoven and all this shit, and it might be the case for one or two of the kids, or but uh, no, because I think it's more that they just have bonds. They they have the fam- familial connection of loving each other. Right, and I think it has to do with maybe that some of their power. I think it's more connected to power in the sense that. Sansa lost her wolf and then was faced with, with, because of some of the reasons, some of the things that she did affected the fact because she wasn't honest in that moment. So she, it cost her wolf her life in that sense. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think ultimately she, I'm not saying she in any way deserved it, but she went through the shit she went through with Joffrey after that, partially because of her own devices of killing her wolf. So yep. I do think maybe it's tied in a little bit. And I think with Rick with Rickon, there is there's comparisons and ways that you can think about the plights of the wolves with the Stark kids, and it's very similar. Uh, even with Nymeria, Nymeria goes off and lives her own adventure away from everybody and does her own thing. Same same with Arya, doing her own adventure and stuff like that. Grey Wind, very regal in charge of people, uh, always in battle, always, always, you know, from the from the sky. Uh Summer, always re- hugely loyal huge heart would risk himself for his family in the same way brand probably would so i think there's more comparisons to the personalities of the direwolves with the star kids not necessarily as simple as direwolf dies star kid dies but uh very very great call very very great call this is area code 347 area code 347 welcome to the show big fucking jay checking in Big J, how's it going, buddy? How are you doing? How'd you like this episode, buddy? Can you hear me, I can hear you, my friend. Yeah, I, I'm gonna let you go. You, you got the show, Big J. What's going on, buddy? Yo, let me hear some. You guys, I, I, I got fucking pumped. I said, Danny, why those fucking dragons, baby? This episode got me pumped up. Oh yeah. Yeah, me. When they told her you're gonna surrender to us, and she was like. Fuck you. And she got on that drag, and I'm like, ride that motherfucker, Danny. I got fucking pumped up. 
<laughs> Me too. It's hard not to get pumped up in that moment, especially when the three the dragons like come black. together. I she just needs two other people on those other two dragons, and we need a huge friggin' cr we need Tyrion on a dragon is what we need, man. Yes. Mm -hmm. He knows how to make a Yo, nice let me, sound. Hey, Phil, Phil, let me hear some. Was I the only guy phoning out when she was fucking talking to, uh, uh, what's the guy with the note dick? Theron? Theon. Theon. The sister. Yeah. Yo, did you see, did you see the camera angle on, on his sister's ass? What a fucking nice ass she's got. Dude. Was she... I the only one looking at that? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure half the, uh, cause I'm guessing, uh, half the pot, half the fan base of Game of Thrones was checking out that ass right there. She got a fat fucking ass, right? Yeah, no, I'm a fan. I, getting, I, I, I tell you, I'm too enemies to like grab each other's arm, but I was getting fucking turned on a little bit. <laughs> I can't, I can't deny. I'm, a, I'm a fan of uh, the actor, that actress. I think she's, she's fucking amazing. So yeah, I, I agree. She got a fat yeah. fucking ass, and I'm like you. I'm, I'm like you, man. I, I got the, I got the bulldog, right? <laughs> and, 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 and she's always eating Anthony's little toys. You know, my little guy. <laughs> and I said to myself, this dog is so loyal to me. She loves me, the mo I guess, because she knows I'm the master mm. of the house, right? No. But I know that if I could ever shrink, that fucking dog's going to eat me, man, <laughs> as much yep. as she loves me. Yeah, dude. That, you know? Yeah, fucking you know. Ramsey never got that. He never fucking got that, man. No. You he, know? That's why nope. these people that love animals, you know? And I, I, I'm like you, Joe. We got fucking chipped, man. I, I, gotta, I wanted to see this guy suffer a little more, but yeah. it, it was good, though. It was just a good town fucking... Right, Boston ballroom beat down. They beat the fuck out of him. His fucking own dogs ate him. He's done. <laughs> very, very. It pumped me up, man. This show, this one, I fell in love with. This show pumped me up. Great, awesome stuff, Big J. Awesome, great to hear from you, buddy. I love and you guys. Man. Yeah. Love you Ride too, Big J. Ride that fucking dragon, Danny. Ride that. Ride it, bitch. Ride it. Ride that dragon. Lots of love, Big J. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. For now. Uh, I hope you guys. You too, buddy. Big J is the best. We we love Big J, so lots of love to him. But he's getting a lot of love in the chat. Yes, I am Crazy John. I will be on tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Acton and uh, Mark. So uh, area code 715. 715, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, Phil? What's up, Joe? What's up, Katie? Great episode hey. tonight. Um, love the show. You guys know that. I'm going buck wild in the chat but something i know you're aware of that's going on in the chat right now is what if you know just at the end how ramsey was talking to sansa he's like i'll always be a part of you you know and you know what if sansa knows what if sansa's pregnant what if she's like you know i haven't yeah, had my period in three months and can you imagine john holding sansa dying saying promise me john don't tell don't oh, tell it's a oh, history repeating love you itself love you too buddy oh my god history fucking repeating yourself i like where your mind's at motherfucker nope. i don't no, think she's pregnant. i don't there. think she's pregnant. Reject. i i agree with it's been too long she'd be showing at least at this point or mm. um it just i don't like it it doesn't make too much sense with me and if if we are going with the uh r plus j equals L or whatever the hell the whole equation is, then you know it's uh, it was a love thing, not not as the Baratheons. I just don't think she. I just other. don't think she's pregnant. I'm not. I mean, I understand I the perspective of it. I just don't think she's pregnant. Uh, area code eight one six eight one six. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hi Phil. Hi Joe. Hi Mary. Uh, not Mary. <laughs> Katie, Mary. Yeah, whatever. My my 
My name is Mary. Oh, no, no, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and we're gonna call, I'm pretty sure we're going to call Katie. Yeah, we're going to call Katie Mary for the rest of the show now. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> All right. Um, I just, I, okay, I, I wanted to kind of get an opinion from you guys, okay? I'm a book reader, but I'm also a show lover. I don't have any problem with them diverging and becoming something else. But, you know, this episode, it was a great episode, but, like, I don't know. By the end of the episode, I had, like, this great feeling of like despair i guess i was hoping that there was some kind of you know like umber conspiracy mm-hmm. or you know any yeah. kind of twist but like this whole season we haven't been getting any kind of twist or any really like intelligent writing like Sub- subtlety is really just, mm. subtlety just, it's it's because there's so many plot loops yep. and stuff i'm not complaining but i mean I, I don't really have that many people that are like diehard Game of Thrones fans, so I can't really discuss it with them. But I'm just wondering, how do other fans and possibly book readers like feel about this? I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. No, 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 you're not. A, you're not. No, first, no you're you. absolutely so not a Debbie Downer. And it's it's you're a Mary Magnificent. You're a Mary Aww. Magnificent. Oh, Joe, that's very good. I, I think ultimately I get what you're saying. I think the show has become, you know, some ways more television-ish and it's really, really, really excellent TV, but it doesn't have those subtle, weird things surprising you with decisions. I think the obvious thing was Littlefinger was going to come in in this episode to save the day and that was how it was all going to conclude. It manifested itself and the way it showed itself in the screen was excellently done. One of my favorite episodes of the season and up there is one of my favorite Game of Thrones episodes. But that being said, there was no subtlety in the sense of the like everything that the fans have been doing in with the fan theories with uh, with everything with Arya this season or everything with the Northern Con- conspiracy. It's hoping that maybe within the script and within these moments that there's a little bit more than what we're seeing. But it seems like we're getting it's it's a little obvious at times. So I, I absolutely get what you're saying. It's not it's not affecting my enjoyment like you said too. But it is worth noting that the show has gotten. Has transformed itself into something slightly different. Seasons one through four or one through three is kind of one show, and four through six have been something slightly different in the way. Uh, like, and I can I can I can respect that and understand that. I still love the show, but I I, I definitely see your point, caller, mm-hmm. Mary. Yeah. So uh, so you're a downer, right. Mary. Mary, way to way to bring the mood down, Mary. Wait, no, I'm kidding, Mary. You're fine. <laughs> awesome. Have a good night, Mary. Talk All to right. you soon. Bye guys. Bye. I think you're absolutely right, Phil. There's a lot of the subtlety that's missing um, in, in such that the whole way, if you if you watched this episode and were watching this fight scene, this big battle of the bastards, and there was any part of you whatsoever that didn't think Sansa and Littlefinger were going to be riding around the corner with, you know, the Vale Knights mm. and all that, then Sorry. you missed yeah. Yeah. big chunks of what was going on this season. And, yeah. uh, and I almost kind of would have liked to have seen Sansa not write that note, and Littlefinger had done this on his just own and just yeah. showed up on his own to to and taken it upon himself to do this. Um, those are the little subtlety things that I think that the show, it, you know, is wrong with the writing, or some people might find right with the writing. But there's this show, this season particularly, has been very harsh and to the point, and mm. they're trying to get someplace quickly, seemingly very quick, quick. yeah, very quick. And it's sometimes right. really good, sometimes feels, you feel like you can feel it. And it manifests mm-hmm. itself through the show. You're like, oh, I can feel it in here, like I'm going down on a roller coaster. Let's Correct. take a couple yeah. of texts. Hey, guys, can we have a moment of silence for our fallen giant? 
Yes, 1-1. One, one. Way to save our asses again in 1-1 one, one, getting through that door so we don't have to deal with a fucking siege. His name siege. was 1-1. One, one, one. His name his was name. Robert Paulson, Joe. His name was Robert Paulson. Uh, let's take one last call for the evening. Area code 985. You are our last caller for the night. What's going on, 985? Who are you and where are you calling from? Hey, guys. This is Draven from down south. Hey, buddy. Uh, how's it going, Phil, Katie? Going great. Hey. Got a quick question for all. Two questions, if you don't mind. Really short. Please. Um, I love the episode tonight. I'm just kind of hung up on the aria from the last episode. Mm-hmm. I got a question. What if the whole point of the training was for her to become no one, to use the mask to kill people, but she's still going to use her revenge? Because it might have been my imagination, but the one below the waif and where the waif was, those masks are missing. She took some faces. Ooh, very, very that. interesting. Let's, oh. ta- let's take that one first. I think it really Ooh. could be cool. I think ultimately the whole point's going to ultimately because be so she can kill people on her list easier. Yes. I think that's everything Absolutely. for Arya, and I think hopefully we'll see her next or, week and see her do some killing. Or those are just spots yeah, that haven't been filled yet. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yep. And set your second question. Uh, what if the reason why we don't know why the Night King is killing everybody is the fact that him and his people were chilling until Bran went time walking and said, hey, guys, come and get me. You know, basically he just showed up and showed up, and he was a brand-new, I guess, adversary for the Night King. Because what if that flashback was in the past just hanging out because everything was done? And then by Bran appearing the Night King marking him, that began the whole march on the south. Very. The whole timey-wimey stuff going on. Very interesting. Hmm. And he's being chased. So go ahead. <laughs> so no, no, very interesting. So it's interesting cycle like that. Good, good, good points, caller. And I, I definitely like where your mind is with that. I want to get back to Bran. I miss seeing Bran. I feel like we're we've been gypped. We saw him and Benjamin together, and we haven't seen them since. I want to touch in with them. It's not like Sam and Gilly where I don't care. I actually care about seeing uh, seeing Benjamin and Bran and seeing what they fucking have to talk about. Okay, I lied. No, right. Since since Sam and Gilly were sent off to the Citadel. You could have just like written them out completely yeah. and been done with it until they get back to you know years later, or until like, Sam gets the citadel. Until Sam gets the citadel, because some interesting stuff could happen there if they want to go there. Okay, what well, I lied. Right. One more call. Four one two. Here we go. Four one two. You're on the air. Who are you and where are you calling from? Uh, it's John from Pittsburgh. Hey John, what's going on, buddy? Well, this might be the first show that was based off of a best-selling book that has not been finished. So, obviously, we can speculate (laughs) out the ass, right? (laughs) But we're left with speculation. So, it's really good. Yeah. No, and I agree. It's it's really... The fact that we can have this kind of conversation, Mm -hmm. which is all about imagination which we have no fucking clue yep. what is going on, right? That's the best part Thank of Game of Thrones. That's the best part of Game of Thrones, the fact that it's probably more than anything a show, uh, probably some of the best anal- ana- anal- analysis of anything since almost... Rem- it's comparable to before the prequel movies came out in Star Wars where everyone could just talk about what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what are they going to do, what are they going to do? But the way that the books, and the caller makes an excellent point, the way that the books are a series that hasn't been finished yet, but there's a TV series. It's it's unlike anything we've ever seen before in the way yeah. to allow people to analyze things and look at it. And it's a ton of fun. And next week is our season finale, everybody. Can you fucking believe it? We're at the season finale. So I don't, uh, I don't like that. I don't it's like always that. it's always sucky with I, this I show especially. It. Yeah. But no. with every show it's sucky, but this show especially season finale, knowing that that's next week, it's just <clears throat> really <throat> 
10 episodes. Asshole. It's not enough, and we might even get less next year. Panther, last question. But what is Littlefinger after? Does he want to rule the North? He wants to rule it all. He wants it all, and he wants it now. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're probably going to wrap it up. Not 10 months of a drought. Insane in the membrane. Yumber's card sucks. Boltons are probably going to lose their shit. Yes, I'm interested to see what Baelish pulls off. Coming to the record, the Umberleys. Uh, the uh, Mandalies, I mean the Umberleys. The Umberleys are involved too. Fuck the Umberleys. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Really appreciate it. If you want to, if you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button and join us for next week's show. We'll all be back next week to talk about the final episode of Game of Thrones. If you haven't already, also check out Dirty Issues where you can see some alt stuff that Joe and our buddy Taka is doing over there. You can also follow me on Twitter at I Got Issues Man. Follow Joe at Dirty Locks. You can find us on Facebook if you search Phil the Issues Guy or Phil's Recap and Review. Uh, Google Plus Group, Phil's Friends. Also in the Discord chat. Keep the discussion going. Issuesprogram.com. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, Patreon, PayPal, all that sort of shit. You can find that all in the description box below. So thank you everyone for joining us tonight. It's been a really fucking fun night talking to you guys uh, about this episode. And I, we're going to finish things off tonight with Petey's Live Music, who did another great mix of us Ooh, to close off awesome. the show. This one is dedicated to Bastard Bull. So huge thanks to Petey's Live Music. And great, great thanks to everybody out there. Really appreciate all your support. So everybody, have a good night. We will talk to you guys next time. Later. Well, let's play a game. Which body part do you need the least? You've been wondering. This is Ramsey Snow, my bastard. Who I am. You're just wonderful. Meat. Stinky. You're just wonderful. Pork sausage. That's a good name for you. You freak. Pork sausage. Pull watch. Pork sausage. Watch. Pork sausage. Pull watch. Pork sausage. The 8,000 Bastard Army. Pull the watch. Kill Jon Snow. Freak! Freak! For the watch. My watch is ended. Call me some wine. I am Lord Bob. I prefer being an only child. My mother taught me not to throw stones and scribbles. But my father taught me aim for their head. From this day until your last day, you are Ramsay Bolton, son of Bruce Bolton, Warden of the North. Pork sausage. You smell particularly right this evening. Surrender. Surrender. And I accept your surrender. Me. Let's head back. My wife must be lonely. You have a good size cock. Freak! You think I'm some sort of savage? If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. If you have any last words, my lord, now's the time. I win. <laughs>